0: You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bargain game. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. You for. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the ball game. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. You You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season.
1: It all Welcome to the Pin and Wheels and Ivy podcast. I'm Aldo. I'm along with Kevin. Uh Zoe may or may not join us because this boy was traded today. We are MLB trade deadline talk, and Anthony Rizzo's already gone. Cubs today, big blockbuster trade with the White Sox. We got Craig Kimbrell for Nick Madrigal and Cody uh, Hoyer. And just a few minutes ago, Javier Baez and Trevor Williams to the
2: Mets. Kevin, what are you- <laughs> holy sh- moly! Uh, last night was an emotional roller coaster, obviously, with everything that came down with the Rizzo stuff. And then this morning, I, I, again, we're an hour inside the deadline. And in the last hour and fifteen minutes, I'd say the Kimbrel trade dropped, and then the Javi trade dropped, um, and everything is this is. I think we've learned something, you know, it's like the end of the G.I. Joe episode where you're like, what did you learn today? I think everybody learned one thing. None of us know shit. None of us know anything because the deadline has a way of making us all look foolish, whether you're a national reporter, whether you're just, you know, fan. This is these aren't things that we, you know, at the beginning of the week, if we're talking about, you know, Nick Madrigal on the Cubs and, you know, Javi Baez with the Mets, you know, seven days ago, it was Chris Bryant surely headed to the Mets with, you know, Zach Davies all these different things were happening and, and it literally ends up playing out in a completely different way. And that's the thing about how, you know, I, this is crazy. It, it, I, that's all I can say. And I mean, we're going to be here for this last hour and it's not done yet. I mean, KB could still go uh, Heck, the way this is going. Wilson could go. Who, who else is going to go? I mean, this is insane. So. Right, uh,
1: you know. Who are the Cubs getting? Okay. That is a fake Jeff Passon. <laughs> Got to ignore those ones. Ignore those ones. Let's see who the Cubs are getting for the Mets. Okay, so let's talk about it. I mean, obviously the big trade today, Cubs, Sox. Nobody thought it was going to be done because the White Sox. I mean, we talked about it on Thursday's show uh, for the podcast that came out uh Friday morning for everyone who subscribes and listens to us on Apple or Spotify. Tell your friends. Uh, you know, we're talking about Sox could be – they are, you know, there's a lot of talk that they weren't going to be done. They were still looking for one more reliever. Uh, we talked about, you know, the possibility of that being Craig Kimbrough. But, you know – at least from my my perspective, it was like, there's no way, like, their farm system just isn't deep. And if they were going to trade anyone, it was going to be, like, one of their major league guys. And, you know, for me, it was like, there's no way they're going to trade Kimbrell. Um, The one guy I thought, like, pitching-wise, that could be a possibility was Garrett Crochet. Um, but, I mean, what, right, well, like, a, a couple hours before the trade deadline, uh, from Bleacher Nation, Michael breaks it. Kimbrough to the Sox a couple minutes later for Nick Madrigal as the centerpiece. And now we're going to have Nick Madrigal. And I mean, with Baez now off, and I mean, I I guess we can get into the Cubs, of what they're going to do in the offseason. But the the infield for the Cubs now is Nico Horner at shortstop and Nick Madrigal at second base for the future.
2: And I think Cubs fans need to um, take a step back from the ledge too, because they've never really seen Nico Horner work at shortstop, because obviously – it's been you know javi's spot the whole time he's been here and so he's only had to fill in a few times when javi was in and out and, and even sometimes Bodie even took it and so when you look at nico horner and what he does um this is very similar i mean it's it's not the exact obviously not even close to the same scenario but you know javi bias started as the second baseman you know at one point he was not even the best shortstop on the cubs roster that's like blasphemy to say that today addison russell was you know man in the spot right. and now javi moves over and and Nico plays a little bit at second. He's again, the guy is good. He's got, doesn't have the arm that Javi has, but he's got a quick release and he really throws off balance. Well, um, and he's got range. Um, so these are things, these are positives, but the, uh, you know, magical defensively is a little bit, uh, you know, he, he struggles on, on occasion defensively, but the dude doesn't strike out. The dude puts the ball in play. All of a sudden now with guys like Nico Horner and Nick magical in a lineup, you're no longer th- that lineup is no longer just a simple three outcome lineup. And magical is a fire starter. He's a pest um you know we don't know if there's gonna be a dh next year but the dude doesn't strike out he you know he can walk a little bit more you know obviously we'd like to see that but this is i think it's a great trade for the cubs this this is of all the trades this is the only one to me that's felt i mean i haven't looked at the javi trade yet um because i'm literally walking in the door I, I actually we were logging in is when i found out javi got traded because i was driving um but th- this is the first trade at least that i've got a chance to look at where i'm looking at it and i'm like i love this trade this is the i love trade uh Kimbrel, you know, hate to see him go. He's going to be good help for the White Sox. That bullpen is fantastic now. It might be one of the best, you know, in the last couple of years, even. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, seeing all this, it's, it's, a, it's, this is the first one that I can actually. Uh, okay. So
1: we have, a, we have the first name here in the oh, Baez. Great. It's Hyper Baez and Trevor Williams, right? I think so for um, the Mets. And Bob Nightingale reporting that it is center fielder, uh, center fielder Pete Crow Armstrong. Pete Crow three three name guy. Okay. Pete Crow Armstrong will be going to the Cubs from the Mets in the bias trade. Okay. Uh, so, I'm it. not gonna lie. I have not heard of Pete Crow Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> let's dial, let's head over to the over back. Google machine here. <laughs> and uh, I mean, also that's the that's the other funny part, you know, evaluating these deals. And like it was different for the Kimbrel to the Sox. you know. We've seen Magical. Magical's been up uh, for the Sox for parts of two seasons now. Uh, we know, we basically know like what kind of player he is, but for all these other prospects ones, and then like, just, <laughs> we're just looking up names for the most part, we're looking at numbers, we're reading scouting reports, and we're like, ah, maybe? <laughs>
2: yeah, well, like last night, when, when we looked at the, the, the return for Rizzo, and all of a sudden you right. realize the Cubs drafted, you know, or the Cubs traded for Groot, basically. Six foot six, 188 pounds, stretch string bean, who can obviously with a frame fill in. Um, that's a large bat though. Like, so it's really interesting to see, um, you know, and I'm seeing I'm seeing is people, hard see people from New York complain about Javi because they think the <laughs> deal is better. So this guy's uh, 19. Okay, he's in
1: low A. Uh, when was he drafted? He was drafted last year for he was the he was the Mets' first round draft pick in 2020, 19th overall out of high school.
2: This, I mean, this return. This is a return. The Javi return again with these single A, low A players. Tell me you're not rebuilding without telling me you're rebuilding. Or right. Me you're I, you I know
1: I was pushing back on that yesterday when we're when we were live and recording for uh, for our regular weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was pushing back. It's like, well, I mean, we got to see, if, but like, if this is the direction that they're going, and it's for me, it wasn't even just like the return of the guy, because like at this point, you're just trying to get the best talent. Like, I'd rather – like, I think we talked about it in the draft. Just give me the best talent. Don't give me, like, your best need. So, yeah, maybe if they're getting younger guys, but if you think they're more talented than the older guys who are closer to the major leagues, I'm fine with that. Get the best talent that you think you, you have.
2: And, look, he's a, he's one of their top five prospects, Pete Crow Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I what? I want to say. He had shoulder surgery. In terms of the rebuilding part.
1: And, the, again, I, I tweeted it out, and I think some people said – like, this isn't a shot again – I know they we make our jokes, you know, when Zoe's on about Nick Madrigal, he's like, oh, all he does is hit singles, whatever. That's fine. I completely love that Nick Madrigal hits 300. I think, I don't think the Cubs have had a 300 hitter. I don't even know how long. Uh-huh. Um, Nico Horner. I've always liked Nico Horner. There is nothing wrong with it. And uh, I think you made a good point about, uh, you know, people freaking out. But, oh, Nico Horner, you know, he's going to be downgrade at shortstop defensively. Uh, you know, he doesn't have the arm. Um He's still, like, what, like 23, 24? He can grow into becoming a better shortstop. It's not just like, oh, he's, like, not that great now. That means he's never going to be great defensively at shortstop. But you see, we see his range at second. Fantastic. He's made you know, some he, stellar plays. Yeah, he, made, he the more playing time he gets at shortstop, the more, like, the better he should get. Um, but for me, if this doesn't end in a Chris Bryant extension, if this doesn't end, like, my biggest thing, and this wasn't even about, like, oh, you you have to keep Baez because, like, oh, if you're getting rid of everyone, you have to keep Baez. Like, no. Because in free agency, there's a huge fucking class of free agent shortstops. If, but if if you're not saying, no, it's going to be Nico Horner or Nick Madrigal up the middle, that doesn't sit well with me because there are guys like Carlos Correa out there that you can go get and this isn't, a, this isn't like a free agent. Tigger. Like, Tigger you know, yeah. Like, now,
2: you can see he's on his way out with Trey Turner. Yeah, LA, and
1: like, so. and these aren't guys that like, you know, I think last off season, you know, the big names were like, uh, you know, they're they like the outfield bats, but like they're in their thirties. Like, no, like these guys are still like 27, 28. So this isn't going to sit right with me. If they're just like, yeah, guys, remember that whole, uh, not a rebuild thing. Well, how by the way, don't put, don't put, uh, for the comments here, don't put fake trades in here. I just saw a Bryant Yankees. That's not happening. That's not that. We saw the picture Come yesterday. On. If he Come goes, to Yankees, he's
2: not allowed anywhere near. Uh, school, <laughs> that's right. I uh, mean, that's the number one reason why. But, uh, that's crazy.
1: Um, let's see. Is there anything, any news? Let's see. Here. New the bias trade.
2: It's crazy, like, and and Zoe's not with us. So I mean, we we, we definitely want to break down. We'll get back to the the, the trade breakdowns too. Is so we're just kind of again we're this is an hour. We, we've got less than an hour now. We got 45 minutes till the trade deadline ends. Stick with us, by the way. Make sure you hit the like button. By the way, always forget to remind you guys to do that because if you're on you know hit the like button if you're That's on whatever right. whatever whatever format you're on. Like us, hit a review, write a comment, tell us tell me my hair looks bad or even though it is it's pretty much immaculate, but um, whatever. Um, enjoy this though, guys. Just, and you'll see this morning. I'm drinking water right now. Uh, this is not like last night's podcast, where basically I put down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven uh, Miller highlights <laughs> on the NAS uh, <laughs> uh, sw- Swami Ale. So we're uh, we're on the we're on the water morning.
1: Um, so. let's see. I th- and I think Zoe. I think Zoe did try to go live on Periscope, but like, or it's not even Periscope anymore. It's just like Twitter Live. Twitter Live like just doesn't work. Um, so I don't know if Zoe will join us at one point. Um, but yeah, no, like a comment here. Uh. You know, fire sale on the north side, and of era. Like, yeah, like it that's
2: <laughs> like, yeah. yeah,
1: that's
2: that's that's what the, it is. A Twitter machine is 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 chock full of now fake trades. Everyone's just t- typing the word. Right. <laughs> I'm almost gonna ignore the word breaking on my timeline just because for that reason. Because I yeah comment is reporting Chris Bryant to the White Sox. Come on, man. Go
1: away. So I saw this comment, <laughs> saw, so saw this comment uh, that's popping up here uh, on our stream from Facebook, uh, Mo As a Cubs fan, I feel like we didn't get enough for the best closure in baseball. Uh, you know, he's not the only one. But I did see a lot of, like, mixed things. I saw a lot of Sox fans being like, oh, my God, how can we give up Nick Madrigal?" I saw other fans being like, oh, my God, yay, we gave up Nick Madrigal." um or like you know because obviously there's for every fan base there are guys that you're not gonna like and for whatever reason nick magic would just seem to be that one guy for mm-hmm. a portion of socks fans uh for the for the cup fans there was a lot of wait this is what we're getting but then there was a, also a lot of holy shit this yep. was a big get so that tells me probably a good trade because mm-hmm. they're a pretty even trade where you know think you think have disagreements on both sides it's mm-hmm. not it's not swayed on one side
2: Correct. And that's, a, the, again, Cub fans especially. Have, obviously, you and I are more Cubs-aligned. Cubs, Cubs, Cubs aligned. White Sox know what they're getting with Craig Campbell. Cubs fans, those of you that are just joining us too, understand you're getting a, Nick, a, a guy. If you guys are tired of the strikeouts, especially with the Cubs lineup, which is is up and down that lineup, it's a strikeout machine. I mean, I mean, the Cubs just traded a guy that was on pace to possibly strike out what? How many, what? 200, 300 times in a season. Nick Madrigal does not strike out. He doesn't have power, although he hit two home runs this year, so he has more homers than Nico Horner. Yeah, he has more. That's, so, yeah, he's... He's a very close player as far as, you know, the type of game that him and Horner, they, they could put into line. They're lineup.
1: Much similar. They're similar, yeah, which is great. You want to have two they're or same, three of those the guys in your lineup,
2: well. right? And you want two of those two, two or three of those guys in your lineup to break yeah. up your, your three outcome guys. So now if you're starting to see the Cubs drift away from the three outcome. It looks like with these, with, the, with the acquisition, you're looking at guys that, you know, you've got a guy that's not going to strike out. So now you have Nico, you've eliminated Javi, you've gotten Rizzo out. And so now you've got Wilson KB. You've got, you know, obviously we still have, um, you know, um, wisdom. He strikes out quite a bit. Bodie strikes out a ton. But now all of a sudden you're starting to see them find these, maybe the Cubs are reading the the, the the writing on the wall about how the three outcome fad can be defeated if you bring in some of these old school players that play the game with more contact stuff, more short to the baseball that aren't going to K as much. And you, you find a good balance. Balanced lineups. Balanced lineups win all three outcomes you're in trouble when you hit a guy that can can carve three outcome guys peppered in with guys that put the ball in play all of a sudden change how your lineup is pitched to as well a lot of more as pre- a cubs fan
1: as a cubs fan i'm very interested like yes you obviously we saw i mean we have firsthand knowledge of what what it looks like when you have uh, a lineup full of like the same guys who uh you know have the same power hitting strikeout walk profile however I am very interested to see how the Cubs will fill out if they're, I mean, there's no reason that the Cubs should not try to contend in 2022. So I'm very interested to see how they're going to replace, basically, their three power hitting, uh, their top three power hitters. Because again, I mean... Chris Bryan is still here, but I don't. I don't know if an extension is going to happen. Fingers crossed. I. I. I hope this means it's like, all right, guys. We decided on buys and Rizzo. We're going to build around KB. If that's the case,
2: cool. Like, cool. Fine. Like, okay. this, I this. Mean, remember how they said we're not blowing this thing up? Remember, right. remember when they said that last year that we're not going to blow this thing up? <laughs> it's blown up. It's blown I mean, up. Um, core of the real <laughs> core, like Wilson Contreras, I love you to death. Of the real core, core that's Javi, KB, and Rizzo. It's 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 blown up. It's, it's blown up.
1: up, and then. But like so, like if KB is gone, which I mean, at this point, I look at the direction the team's going. Rizzo's already gone. We had the story from Gordon Whitmire; his sources say that's that's it. There's not going to be any talks in the offseason about a comeback for him. Um, Baez is gone, um, and he's going to be in New York. I don't know. Maybe the Mets love him. Maybe he gets hot for a couple months. Who knows? But he's already said uh, that like the only team that he'd play second base for is the Mets because you know, his best one of his good friends Lindor is there. He'd uh-huh. always want to play with him, um, so who like you still need some power? <laughs> like we, we look at the other side of the town. Like who's competing this year in, in Chicago? It's the White Sox. How are the? Yeah, we all love the pitching for the White Sox, but when they win games, it's because they hit uh-huh. home runs. You still have to hit home runs uh, in in this modern era of baseball to win games. So I love I love the contact, and that's what the Cubs have needed for long for like at least three years. Cubs have needed a guy like you know magical or a guy like Horner in their lineup to, to to you know spread things out a bit exactly so that's, those are three those are three huge bets they're just going out the window you just said goodbye to like what 80 home runs a year
2: yeah so now um, what are you gonna do to replace it now are you gonna you're gonna throw kb out too and then what like what is the you gotta wonder what the plan is now because it obviously this is not a <laughs> I was
1: You know what? i I was going through the I was going through the uh, grievance uh, stages yesterday. I was just in the denial of uh, the rebuild. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like I'm in the denial, but like I think I'm at. I was think I was at the bargaining right before like a couple of these trades happen. Uh, I don't know. Maybe getting closer yeah. to the acceptance. Uh, but was, the uh, it would
2: be tough too. And I know. like I, I know we make jokes about it all the time because it. Let's be honest. In the Cubs fandom, there's the Chris Bryant fans, and then there's the Javi fans. You know, and they are di- sometimes diametrically opposite polar opposites of each other and have gone after each other quite a bit. You know, like, you know, KB oh, KB's gonna be traded. And this it was like a sure thing that KB's traded. And I think a lot of Javi fans believe that Javi was kind of the untouchable one. Um as, as far as the big three. And this is gonna be this has got to be a shock to their system as well. To you know like me last night when Rizzo got hit on the air, I can't I can't imagine like again, I feel um I feel a um a distinct you know I, I i feel you i feel you hobby fans like the, the ones that are the diehard hobbies the greatest you know magu you know all that all that stuff i feel you guys like so i'm not here to you know, I'm, we're not here to say i told you so look i'm getting right now some intel that kb very well may be headed to the giants still um so you know that's a weird that's that's just coming through the uh the little line i just got a text message saying that it looks like uh the giants are talking again with the cubs so there's something that i don't know if we've mentioned it live on the air but the giants are talking with the cubs again that could be Bart. It could be less. But if you see what the Cubs just got back from Javi, Bart fits the bill as a return. KB fits the bill with what the Giants are looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a horrible place for KB to land as far as I'm concerned because I'm on the West Coast, but it's also a winning franchise that's that's in first place in the toughest division in baseball right now. And, you know, they treat their players well there. Um, I'll be honest, too. You know, one of our coaches, you know, you think of our coaching staff that Coach Chris, um, the, the running gag, you know, is like, I got, I got, I'm spoiled. I got him with the Cubs, right? Uh, you mm-hmm. know? him going to the giants one of our other coaches who loves kb and kb loves uh maddie estrada too um we call him carne estrada he was always with us you know he's one of our you know my one of my favorite dudes he's again a guy that will be with me wherever i coach and he uh he loves he's a giants fan diehard giants fan i mean he got his titles he got like what three titles in like five years or whatever so he's a little mm-hmm. spoiled there but it'd be nice you know. <laughs> he's really he's good friends with drew robinson chad robinson is one of his best friends drew's older brother so he's familiar with the giants too but to have a like, kb on the on the Giants would be really cool for him too so if that does happen that doesn't hurt it's the Mets that would like I told you if yeah. it's the Mets that would have hurt like that's a kick in my junk you know we've heard the Devil Rays we've heard the Dodgers we've heard the Padres for a second but that's out it's like really right now it's the Giants I think we can kind of call it with the Mets right that's gone we can't put that one probably I would think that that's gone now because they're not I don't think they have much else to give mm-hmm. but You know, White Sox fans may be thinking KB or the White Sox. I don't think the White Sox have, unless they're going to give up Crochet, which I heard was one of the other options for the for the trade.
1: I saw that name floated too. Yep.
2: You know, you know, it looks like this is. You mean it's not over? KB could be going to the Giants here any minute. Um, for all we know, you know, so who knows? But this is going to be a really crazy. We got what we got. 30, 37 minutes left. (laughs) So I'm over here refreshing. Uh, Like we're not even that because like
1: some some deals might go in you know go in late and then they won't get announced until you know a few minutes Probably later. Like I think uh, in twenty nineteen the Castellanos trade was announced after the deadline. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's switch over to the quickly to the Sox. And I mean, mm-hmm. the, I said it, and this was again. I know we're I know it's two Cubs fans here, but we're not like shit talking the Sox when they're like good, uh-huh. like so good. And I and this isn't like a jinx thing or like you know like ha. For me, the White Sox after this Craig Kimbrell trade, they are the number two team behind the Dodgers in baseball. They
2: oh, are
0: sorry.
1: the they are the favorites in the AL by a lot, for, in my it, opinion.
2: I'll put it this way too. Like in a, in a head-to-head series with the Dodgers, they have a better bullpen than the Dodgers. The Dodgers bullpen can yeah. be <laughs> pretty much a train wreck. They needed Kimbrell too. So the Dodgers, by by getting Kimbrell, the White Sox have set themselves up for a seven gamer. If they can get that far, obviously you got to play the games, so got to get through Houston who's also put together some good ball players, you know, especially they got a good, you know, they, they short up their bullpen a little bit too, but you're getting Luis Robert coming back. You've got Eloy who's just now coming back. He's going to get better and better and hotter and hotter, you know, and now you've got a new second baseman. You filled in all of your holes. It sounds, you know, like, like we did the shocker <laughs> last night. <The> <laughs> press, you know, Rick Hahn pulled the shocker in the last 40 hours, not even a shocker, but the shocker in the final, you know, two days, 72 hours of the trade deadline and good for him, man. Uh, that's yeah. That's a that's lights out the White Sox starters, especially like someone like Dallas Keiko who's been struggling to get through five or six. All you got to do is get the sixth inning now, get through the sixth inning, and it's game over.
1: Well, no, for, I was thinking for like in terms of like the Sox rotation, like Dallas Keiko right now doesn't even matter. No, like once it gets to the postseason, like him and CS, it's it's honestly, it's not gonna be like for them, go out there because it's gonna be it's gonna be Lynn G, or GLito, Lin or Lynn G-Lito, however you want, and probably Rodon after them. And then, like I guess you'd pick from Cease and Keuchel. At this point, Cease has been Cease has been like a top fifteen pitcher. I know, like all the numbers aren't pretty, but they, Dylan Cease has been like really damn good this year. Under like kind of underrated, just because he hasn't gone as deep in some games, or like in the majority of his games. But he's been he's been pretty sick. But I mean, that bullpen, like you said, they just have to get to like the sixth inning. And this off the move for Kimbrel also protects uh, the Sox. You know, we saw Aaron Bummer have a huge outing the other day against Kansas City. Uh, but you know he he's he hasn't been right this year. Uh, you know, coming back from injury from 2020. Uh it, this protects against like you don't need Aaron Bummer to be great now because now you have you still have Kimbrell Kopek Hendricks. Um now it's an added bonus. If if Aaron Bummer's just back now, it's like, well, just get to five innings. Not even like just
2: get 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 to the bullpen in the fifth inning. Game's over. <laughs> and, and the thing is with that White Sox offense, it's gotta be just a race to five. Make it a race to five. You score five runs. Yeah. That team scores Not five it. runs. You win.
1: Get to, Four like, runs. three. Yeah. Get to three. Like, that's it. And then the other thing is, like, you know, you still have Elise Robert coming back. You still have Grandall coming back. Eloy is, is back. You know, he's getting back into the rhythm of things. Uh-huh. Um, and because of their big lead right now in the division, you know, you have days where you can rest them. Like we saw the other day in Kansas City. Like, that probably would have been like awful a couple years ago because it's like, oh, we're just giving up. But like, who the fuck cares? You guys are up nine games in the division. You can afford to just have sit these guys down. Are, anybody feeling sore, tired? It's 110 degrees. It's mm-hmm. fine. Take a day
2: off. Oh, look at him. Hey, there he is. There's our guy.
1: Well, I have to say, I always ask the comments line. on YouTube for everyone uh, tuning in right now on the podcast. We do stream all of our shows live on Hit Twitter like. and Facebook and YouTube. Hit <laughs> like, share them. Uh but Zo, obviously number number one or probably number two, probably like, definitely top three Nick Magical fans for Sox fans. Um I'm gonna need him as like the first line of defense anytime uh, people start talking shit about magical with the Cubs, so. so that's that's gonna be you, Zo. Better be better be ready for that day.
2: And if you do have any slander for Nick Magical, uh Zoe wants to make sure he uh, you all know that he will <laughs> cut a bitch. So. Uh, <laughs> just just to be clear, uh he showed me the knife. So, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw a perfect tweet here, uh, from at Sarah underscore cubs. The good news is Marquis won't need to worry about not reaching a large chunk of fans because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no one's gonna be watching now. Right.
2: yeah, yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> I mean, you they blow this thing up as a retool? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh-huh. It's called Reddit, and uh, I'm gonna buy all my cubs apparel from like dude vendors on the street that like it literally is like a knockoff for a little bit. I'm 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 just not going to give any money to the franchise for a second.
1: Beef Luff just retweeted this. There was a time when some White Sox fans said they would not trade Nick Madrigal for Mookie Betts. Glad we are past that.
2: <laughs> you know, it's probably going to be good for White Sox Twitter uh, cuz they argue a ton about magical a lot, but oh, yeah. Um the uh it, it's going to it's going to at least free up debate for other debates now so like the question is is andrew vaughn the second baseman of the future is andrew vaughn the left fielder of the fu- oh wait sorry we could just put andrew vaughn everywhere basically because mm-hmm. basically he's the swiss army knife of the chicago white Sox. um so that's you know that that sucks you know this is I, you know I, again the hobby the hobby stuff coming back you know pete crow armstrong you know if you want to get to know a little bit about crow armstrong too he's the 19th overall pick old friend alert also a graduate of harvard westlake high school same school that Lucas Giolito, Jack Flaherty, Max Freed, obviously the, uh, the White Sox pitching coach um, was their pitching coach there. So, again, the Harvard-Westlake factory uh, produced this young man. He was drafted by 19th overall in the 2020 draft. Um, he had appeared in six games with low-A St. Lucie this year. He was hitting 417, two doubles, and seven walks. So he um, but how many he was ranked. He was ranked in the. He was ranked their second best prospect until he underwent the season-ending surgery that pushed him to five. So mm-hmm. looks like the Cubs got Nick Magical season-ending surgery and Armstrong Crow Armstrong season-ending surgery. Um, and so the Cubs looks like they're buying low on some of these players that have high upside in these moves, which is, I don't hate because you know shoulder surgery isn't gonna you know it's for an outfielder that's not the end of the world um mm-hmm. you know, it was nick magical going to come back 100 with some lower body stuff should be it it's in modern age we have good medical uh stuff you know uh he is he, he's gonna some something that comes back again so you got two guys that that, that are quality Magical's obviously close to major the ready he'll be i mean he will be he is major league ready no, no, whereas armstrong Crow armstrong is not we- but that, that puts you back in that retool instead of the rebuild but under team control what's his team control i don't know if so still listening nick yeah, what does his team control? At like? least four
1: more, because he—I don't know how the service time worked, because he was also injured in 2020. Um, so, but I think he's racked up at least a year of service time. Okay. It, I okay. mean, but no, I mean he's he's at least here for like another four years before uh, he gets. Well, that's the thing. I don't know how the new CBA is going to work with that. Like, are they going to change the whole? So who knows. So, like, as of now, how the structure is, um, I think he's not, like, hitting arbitration until, like, 2026 or something.
2: He's not even listed on the uh, – Yeah, no, I tried to look up like, – track like, <laughs> dang it, <laughs> need some help. So he's still on a rookie deal. Uh, they didn't extend him, so he's got that – Okay, so he's got about four – Yeah, we're working at four years of Magical, which is great. That's four years of Ed Howard, Christian Hernandez, um, Owen well, Casey.
1: Oh, 2027 for free agency. Yeah.
2: Okay. And so Magic is going to be an old man. He's going to be the old man by the time these young pups <laughs> up. you're going to see the Ed Howard showing up. You are going to see that that's going to be the log jam. Cause I think he's basically on the same team control that, that Nico Horner is actually. If, yeah. Same draft. They're basically, Yeah. Same draft. So they're, they're basically parallel with each other. So that's kind of interesting. Just like, uh, you know, Ed Howard and Christian Hernandez are kind of parallel in their, in their, in their signing. Cause they came together basically around the same time. I think Fernand, Hernandez has a little bit more, um, but studs, dude, stud the Cubs. I mean, the writing might've been on the wall. We just didn't want to accept it that the Cubs were moving on from maybe moving on from hobby because they've been drafting shortstops and picking up shortstops in the international free agent signings. And they've been stockpiling short. They drafted more shortstops again this year. Um, so maybe this yeah. has been a plan all along. I don't know. Um, You know, Javi could very feasibly come back. Maybe he's the guy they were like, hey, you know, I don't know what he's going to say. You know, I just like with KB, like you don't want to, you know, wish in one hand and shit in the other. See which one fills up first when it comes to those types of things. Very rare that someone gets dosed and traded and then comes back like that. Like the Chapman, like people for every Chapman, there's. Hundreds and hundreds of Yeah, I you
1: know, because that was the thing that people kept bringing up. And like, even when, you know, Chris said it, like, when he said, like, you know, it's like, oh, like, yeah, if, you know, I get offers from the Cubs, I could, I could see myself resigning or whatever that was. Um, and I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, like, I, you know, everyone always points to Chapman, but I was trying to think of, like, yeah, who are like other free agents who were traded and then re signed? I, like, off the top of my head, I could not think of many or any at all. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, oh,
3: all right. So, what do you got? Oh, yeah. I'm good, dude. Everybody, I appreciate all the messages. <laughs> and this shit. You would have you thought like my dog died or some shit, but you know, This is actually the best case scenario because you know uh-huh. Zoe
1: still gets to keep up with magical day to day.
3: I hope magical. I hope magical has an all star career and the. You know what I mean? I can still I was gonna ask you
1: guys since you guys, you know, I was gonna ask who who's gonna cheer more for the guy across town, Kevin for Andrew Vaughn or Zoe for Nick Madrigal? (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's a shocking trade. We traded Mattanuko somehow. I don't even have to come out of nowhere.
3: I think (laughs) the Nico Horner, Nick Madrigal double play combo up the middle might be the shortest (laughs) double play tandem in a while. Maybe since like Three foot Willie in like 1926 played second base for the Yankees or something. Any game like
2: that. deal? Yeah. <laughs> Two foot guy that goes. There.
3: It's a good deal, man. It's a good deal. I think this deal shows a couple things. This deal lets the world know that the White Sox are going for it. They're not fucking around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it also, you know, and I think the only time this deal will really come back to hurt the White Sox is in two three years when magical hopefully reaches that ceiling that i think he has you know what i mean so like but as, <laughs> <Kevin> as, <Miller. laughs> as we mentioned uh as we mentioned on the show a bunch of times the white Sox have to worry about the 2021 world series and that's exactly what they're doing yes. with this move bro it's gonna go tempera bummer oh that's right i forget about tempera. <laughs> tempera or bummer Handing the ball off to Kopek, handing the ball off to Kimbrel, handing the ball off to Liam Hendricks. Fuck you. You're not getting through that. And I, I also—I turned it on when you guys started talking about how this helps the starters too, because there's a lot less pressure to go deep in games yeah. now. Um, I don't think Kimbrell will close. I think they will switch it up. I don't know how they'll I use it. I was going to ask
1: that. Good problem to have, guys. No, but like this isn't like in a, oh, like it's going to be a problem thing. I was going to say. Crochet this action- too. Crochet, yeah, crochet you yeah, I mean, you if you guys I'll say that if you guys don't uh, win the World Series. No, um I was gonna say this gives Tony Larusa. the I think we talked about the other day if you know Kimbrell did go to the Sox with Hendricks. because Craig Kimbrell, I don't I I think like one of his saves earlier in May was like the first time he had a more than three out save since like 2018 or something. Um so Sorry, I'm listening, I just yeah, no, so you know, so Kimbrell's like your traditional like last three outs guy. Um, Hendricks is like the guy who can go like go in there in the eighth. Like, there's a tough spot, so I think that gives you know that advantage too for the Sox. You know, if there's a tough spot in the eighth, yeah. just put it in Hendricks in there because you still have Kimbrel for the ninth. The
3: only thing that-
2: matchups though. You can also look at the overall matchups. Like Larusa has the option, and and Katz has the option to say, how is this? How does Hendricks fare against these guys that he's going to be facing for right. this? Who who closes out the the eighth compared to the ninth? Based on
3: whoever. Have- it's never a bad thing to have options. The only thing that I don't know, I'd have to look into it a little bit more is do either of these guys have kickers in their contracts for amount of saves? Cause that might come into,
1: but that was the thing. Okay. So I was going to ask you about the options. Uh, Cause Kimbrel, the, his, his vesting option, 16 million for next year is he has to finish 55 games. I don't know how many games he's finished this year. Like maybe like around 30. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think he's going to get that like anyway, but I mean, you could still just pick up the option. I right. think it's a club and a vesting option. So, I mean, would and you they, still want to do that next year?
3: We'll see how this year finishes <laughs> out. I mean, if you're twi- if you're asking me like right the second, yeah, fuck yeah, Hendricks, Kimbrel, one two punch at the end of the game. Yeah, that's sick, dude.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, that, I mean that bullpen is a like, <laughs> that bullpen on paper right now is a fucking juggernaut. <laughs> oh, I mean, um, it's fucking sick.
2: Yeah, the vesting option is done. Because of his his he's not gonna be yeah. finishing many games anymore. He's um, not gonna get that number.
3: Yeah, he had to finish 110 games in the 2020 and 2021 season combined. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he had left on it. I'm not even too worried about that shit right now. I mean, yeah. Just- for the Cubs fans listening right now, you will not find a bigger magical fan than myself. Let me tell you something. Kid was hitting three ten when he got hurt. Around three ten. Dad. The speed of the the speed of the game was noticeably slowing down for him in the field. He mm-hmm. wasn't like all hyper, like overrushing plays. He was started playing to the gold glove caliber defense. He had the year before in AAA. So I'm getting kind of, I don't know, upset, but it's just like, I'm rolling my eyes at all these Cubs fans being like, Oh, we got some shitty second baseman. Oh, you did not get a shitty second <laughs> baseman. Oh, you got a very good second baseman. Now, well, yeah, you know whose
1: fault that is. Zoe Sox fans fault for pushing that
3: narrative. Well, they're morons. But <laughs> I was gonna say the biggest just thing, just, ever- like, just like the
2: the a lot of hobby fans right now, or Cubs fans, or New jerk reacting about about um the, the return with the hobby trade. The Pete Crow Armstrong's a stud. He's a freak. He's a he's, he's a top-five <laughs> yeah. prospect. He was a two-prospect in their organization until he had surgery this year. It just sounds like, like a fake it's, name. It's awesome. I you know it,
1: it, when I read it though, so, because it, it was Nightingale that I saw at first. I'm like, wait, yeah, who is I, Peter? Because at first I read Peter Crow, and then I read just Armstrong because he didn't hyphenate it. I'm like, wait, is it two guys? Is it one guy? Is it Peter Crow and Armstrong? Who is
3: this? Yeah, I thought he, uh, like, stroked Uh. out on the keyboard.
2: (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, That's still highly likely. To finish
3: about Magic, again, high average guy, moves lineup, does not strike out. And right before he got hurt, he started finding gaps. He was hitting doubles, triples, had a couple of home runs. Me and Fitz saw it in person. Um, as long as this kid can stay healthy, and yes, he's earned that sentence now. As long as he can stay healthy. <laughs> well, I mean, got, In 2020, he hurt himself on a bad slide, came back from that, and then in 2021 now he completely ripped his hamstring. So I don't know how he's going to come back from that, but if he's anything like the product he was before he went down with injury, the Cubs got a good second baseman. Mm-hmm. And
1: I say, I think the it's like it's because he was the like what was he the fourth overall pick
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah so i think a, that yeah. i i
1: honestly think that's like oh like it was you know you expect like a mega star or whatever if you're drafting like that high up and like mm-hmm. he's he's not that but he's just that doesn't mean that he can't be good
2: <laughs> you know people think that you think that the number one pick has to be a star a number one pick it's just like in the nfl a number one pick has to be a starter Like mm-hmm. if, if you draft a guy as the number one pick it doesn't have to be the the, the mvp but they, if you draft a guy with the first pick, those guys should project as at least an average major leaguer. People just don't understand sometimes the the the, the, the talent that that it, that it takes to be elite. So every draft, you're not drafting. You know, you're going to hit up, you're going to hit, and you're going to miss. But when you draft a guy in the first round, that guy needs to be a major league, at least an average major leaguer, a major league contributor by the time they're ready. It, it, again, it, up and down. There's so many names. Think about how many hundreds of ballplayers right now are, are scratching and clawing for their way to get to the top. It's a long road to go. And so, with that first pick, you want someone, and they give them more opportunity. Obviously, they're paid well. So, they don't have to worry about finances, just like my, someone that's drafted in the 17th round is going to probably be, you know, rooming with five other dudes eating leftover pizza every night. You know, those one picks, they have that, they have a the paved path to get there. They get more looks, more opportunity because they're obviously more invested in. But it's, it's, it's someone that's so like magical. People, I think they were expecting magical to be like, Mike Trout, because he was a fourth pick overall. No, you to. want a, he's a he's a, a good, a plus major league baseball player. That's exactly what you want out of a fourth so,
3: overall. Fellas, I got to bounce out. I got some shit I got to do. I'll keep listening, and if I can, I'll jump back on. But White Sox are fucking going. And I do want to say, I did not think the White Sox had the horses to land Kimbrel. So I will stop taking a shit on everyone that thinks the White Sox are going to get KB. Still don't think they got the horses to land KB. Kimbrel Kimber for KB doing but, it. <laughs> that would be no no wait, wait, wait
1: I said the wrong name. I meant Nope,
3: nope I meant can't Copic. go back. <laughs> <laughs> It'd more likely be like Crochet and Burger. So,
2: some names by the way, I know you're dipping out, so some names to look up for KB out of the Giants would be Kyle Harrison, Luis Toribio, and Averson Artiega.
3: Oh yes, Averson Archie Fan favorite. <laughs> uh all right. I'll I'll be back in a little bit, guys. I'll keep listening. Keep doing a good job. And, uh, for the
1: so Cubs fan, what we got it on Periscope here is Periscope. It's even still a thing. What is it now? Just Twitter Live, whatever it is. So for 44 under, uh, uh, underscore Cubs fan. Uh, you know, he's freaking out, but we have Brennan Davis. He's freaking about the hobby bias trade. It's like, oh, but we already have Brennan Davis in center field. Again, these guys are young. Brennan Davis is like 22, 21. Uh, the guy they just picked up for bias, Peter Crow Armstrong, he's 19. It is not a bad thing to have depth back when the Cubs were re- their first rebuild. You know, back like eight years, nine years ago, they had like four shortstops. Huh. You can never have enough guys, <laughs> and because at the end of the day, you don't know who's going to be coming out. Like Starlin Castro was a starting sh- shortstop in 2015. The like the next year, he was with the Yankee. Like Addison Russell was a shortstop. The year after that, or a couple years after that, Bias was the starting shortstop. So like you can't. It does. You just want as much talent as you can have. Mm-hmm. It. And to the second point, yes, some of these guys are like young. The Cubs are not because again, yes, I I know that I was going back and forth on like the rebuilding, retooling, whatever. They're not going to wait on all of these guys.
2: No, no, they're still going to make some moves. of these
1: guys are going to get traded for mm-hmm. you know, the Cubs don't need pitching wow. help for like for the rotation. Yep. So, a couple of these guys might get traded. Like, they're not, it's not like, oh, we have to wait until 2025 to see all these guys come up. No, 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 no. that's not happening.
2: Yep. And I'm looking at some of these players, like the, the players that are being mentioned with exactly. the trade. Oh,
1: I'm sorry, everything I'm sorry. says
2: projected ETA
1: 2024. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just, yeah. And like right here, four shortstop and only two turned out, exactly. Cause yep. not all of the prospects are gonna turn out to be good.
2: You plant as many seeds as exactly. possible and which ones grow, which ones don't. You know, it's like, it's like in the 40 year old Virgin, right? You plant a bunch of plants and then, you know a bunch of seeds and then when it's finally ready you have to, you have to plant. <laughs> but, you know, so we're looking at, you know the Harrison guy, for example, left-hander. 19-year-old left-hander, um, 6'2", 200. Um, the, the Toribio guy is a third baseman, 2023 projection, 6'1", 185, 20 years old. Hits left, so swings it from the left side. And then the third one that, that was mentioned was uh, Artiega. He's their 22nd, 22nd mm-hmm. ranked prospect. He is a shortstop. He's in rookie ball right now, 2024 projected, 18 years old, 6'1", 170. So it's, that would be, if that was the haul for KB, it would be the number 22, the number um, – Let's see here, the number ten and the number uh, eight prospects in the Giants organization. So I'm not entirely sure that's a great as much as you'd like. Everyone obviously we covet Bart, um, but um, well, I mean
1: that was crazy. I wonder who threw that out there because it, it was John Morosi. But I'm I'm wondering who leaked that one because it was like you, normally we don't see like the names uh, you know until after the fact, and like the names that you do see most often, those aren't the guys that are going to get traded. So I wonder who floated that out there.
2: Yep, and this is this is this is so weird. Like, who knows? Like, we're sitting here right now, and what if, like, we're sitting here thinking that KB's the next domino to fall, right? I mean, he's basically yeah, we still
1: he have still like the last domino,
2: minutes. right? So, fifteen minutes—the last domino to fall. No, no text messages yet with fifteen minutes to go. Um, what about what if Wilson Contreras gets bumped? Like, that would be a shock. To, I, I'm not—I'm no longer shocked with anything, you know. Like we talked about going through the stages of grief or whatever. I went through those, you know, I didn't prepare myself for Rizzo. So last night I was an absolute train wreck on the podcast. <laughs> and today, you know, I woke up and, and you know, I prepared myself for KB. I prepared myself for KB going today. Uh, I think that, you know, I would be very happy to see the Cubs post a lineup and see KB, you know, playing third base or you know, out in the outfield today and out in D.C. I know he's with the team in D.C. He's
1: going to have to play a couple positions now. <laughs> How messed up is this?
2: You make the dude get on a flight. To Washington, D.C. from Chicago in the middle of the night after the game last night after emotional losing his closest friend on the team. You know, that's that's pretty clear. We know that Rizzo and him are very close and, they you know, they do love each other a ton. Um, and you get him on an airplane and then you're like, all right, well, before you even come to the ballpark, just take your suitcase, fill it back up. Don't unpack anything. You're going to blankety blank. So he's going to you know, that sucks. At least Rizzo got a chance to walk out last night and, and and get some love and some adoration from the fans, even though neither of them got a chance to hit. KB is going to be quietly getting on an airplane, flying to some destination if he gets traded, with no fanfare, quiet, just almost like a thief in the night. And it's brutal. Um, it's a brutal business, man. And that's what I think I was most, you know, I guess I've always believed the business. And you know, my buddy yelled at me today. He's like, "Yeah, you're the uh, you're the jerk that actually said, you know, when the when when the Cubs' service time KB back in you know his rookie year." Was like, well, it's the rules. I was that guy saying that. And having gone through the experience of knowing someone that got service time and and the and not just much the damage, but the, the false promises and, and all the just the deception that goes through the process for these pro guys, it gave me obviously it opened my eyes. And uh, you know, this game is a business, it's a brutal business. These guys, and this is why guys like Scott Boris are so important to the game, they hold these owners accountable. It is it is cheap labor for these owners, these billionaire owners who want as much of the pie as possible and the guys like Scott Boris the boogeyman that the, that the owners have created in yep. 30 years of narratives have created this boogeyman Boris idea because guess what he wants more of the pie to go to the people that actually do the work the guy that just opens the checkbook and sits in his high tower those people don't deserve as much of the pie as the ones that are out there sweating and bleeding tearing their ACLs and you know giving their bodies up for the for the team and the and, and the franchise that's what Scott Boris brings to the table. So if you it didn't have a, you know, I think the Scott Boris boogeyman narrative has got to end because all you're doing is you're becoming what basically the owners have created a 30 year narrative. I remember when Greg Maddox signed Scott Boris. It was all Scott Boris's fault, not Greg Maddox's fault. It was Scott Boris. And the idea that all the players work for Scott Boris and Scott Boris doesn't work for the players. He's just trying to get him as much of the pie. Is KB asking for a Bryce Harper contract? No. Now Cubs, you trade KB somewhere else. He's going to ask for a Bryce Harper contract. Sorry. There's a convenience fee. It's going to be hard. So, and again, we talked about it last night too, about how this business players look at how certain franchises, all the franchises treat their superstars. And in the Cubs case, you've got the perfect superstars in the sense that they brought the Cubs a title for the first time in 108 years. And this is how their swan song is going to end. Quietly being traded, flipped for prospects at the tail end, not being extended when they're in their first contract. This is Javi and KB's first real contract. They're getting dealt before they even sign a real contract their first contract extension outside of arbitration, ever, and the Cubs are dipping. You know, so it shows that it's a business and it's it's brutal. It's it's cold, and I think that this is this is this is. I guess I think a lot of people hopefully are opening their eyes to the how important it is to defend the players over the over these over the owners because in the end, the owners don't care. It's just like in anything in politics, they don't care about your well being. Like, you're I, a nobody to them. Like these I players, would, I, Tom Rickards would even know every player in his locker room <laughs> if you walked in there uh i think this is like
1: a, it speaks to like a societal thing i, I don't know because like it's not just sports it's like everything like, well it seems to be like everything else but like i don't know why because like let's let's be real here for everyone listening you're like you're you're an employee most likely for like someone else <laughs> oh wait why are you making that face kevin is that a trade
2: <laughs> no, no, I accidentally hit the wrong GIF and almost sent the really inappropriate one to Mike. Oh, I, I,
1: I saw you cringe. I'm like, oh no, Chris is gone.
0: No,
2: I'm just checking. I was actually trying to put a nervous emoji because there's 11 minutes left in the trade deadline, <laughs> yeah. and I was actually giving the facial expression of the emoji that I was looking for. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I, like to finish that point, it's just like I, for for some reason it just seems like there's always like it happens in every sport too. Like just like for whatever reason, why you're you're also an employee like it would be like me going to you know zoe and being like zoe you don't deserve a raise like uh it's it's uh it's your ceo who's getting everything done like he deserves all the praise not you um i saw this for you earlier and what a for what a perfect ending for the uh for the hashtag debacles and i know kevin Kevin, you're honest since the beginning. But uh, Kara Fagan reads out, it's pretty wild that Cub Together was the hashtag for the year they tore
2: it apart. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Evan Altman, Cub Apart is now the new <laughs> hashtag. Yep,
1: that should be the new one. Um, also,
2: four minutes ago, Yankees acquired left-handed pitcher Andrew Heaney yeah. from... Heaney. Or Heaney, is it Heaney? 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 Heaney from the Angels, uh, according to mm-hmm. Ken Rosenthal, per The Athletic. So that's another trade going down. There's been a couple. Is there any, Are there any ones popping the sea? i I'm trying to see if... Uh, Got anything Here else? Astros out. trade Miles Straw to the Indians in a deal that brings back right-handed pitcher Phil Ma- M- Matin? Mat- Maton? No. Maton to Houston. So Houston and the Yankees looks like uh, made a few trades. Uh, arms. So the Blue uh, Jays made a huge trade.
1: Uh, they got Barrios from the uh, Barrios from the Twins. That's a big. Uh, you know who's been quiet? You know who just got like slapped across the face and just hasn't responded? Uh- the Patriots or the Padres? I mean, the Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots too. Uh, the Padres. Ever since the, they thought they had Max Scherzer. The Dodgers just swooped, in, slapped brood. him across the face. AJ Preller, it like hasn't recovered since.
2: Cubs trade uh, them Zach Davies back. Oh, by the way, and the other the thing, Cubs trade is a hundred percent teenagers.
1: By the way, and this is this is why there's still at this time that we're recording. There's like about nine minutes left uh, until the trade deadline, and uh, you know maybe some deals get announced after, but the. The one thing about the, the bias trade that surprised me when I saw it was that, uh, you know, we, we've been seeing it all along for the past week. It's like, well, the Mets still need starting pitching help. And the guy they got was Trevor Williams and not Zach Davis, which, again, goes to my point. Nobody wants fucking Zach Davis.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Except. Oh my God.
2: Uh, yeah. And, then, and and look, and this is I mean, this is such a brutal I don't know about how you feel, Aldo. I can't remember a trade deadline as emotionally exhausting and 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 exciting in, in a lot of ways. But yeah. I've um, the, the amount of emotions that I've gone through in my lifetime, this is the most in my life. I'm an old dude, obviously the most, uh, whatever you want to say. It, uh, there's some trauma here. Like I mean, Cub fans, Sox fans, Sox fans are more like, what are we going to get to improve to go there? Cub fans, mm-hmm. I, the 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 mental strain can, that I, the emotional strain on Cub fans hear. is brutal. Yep.
1: It's been two years. Like I remember, I remember when the it's rumors first popped up in like twenty. Like after you know what I think it was as early as twenty eighteen, because that was huh? uh, that was after they lost in the wild card game. Uh, you know, Theo had the press conference. You know, things have to change. No- nothing changed. They just didn't spend any more money. Uh, for the next three years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but ever, and then twenty nineteen, obviously, you know, they just fizzled out. Just didn't have anything left at the end of twenty nineteen. And that's when we saw it's like, oh, this could be Joe Madden's final year. Um, or no, it was Joe Madden. At the end of 2018, it was like, oh, this could be Joe Madden's final year. And then it ended up being in 2019. Right, uh, And then well, Theo, this could be Theo's
2: last year. And yeah, and then during
1: the 2019 season, is like, well, you know, this could be it for the core. And I honestly do think if we don't have a pandemic
2: shortened oh, season. Oh, we got it. Hold on. Wait, what? KB to the Giants. Oh,
1: well, there we go.
2: So it has happened. Um,
1: Oh, my God. Fuck the Cubs. Like, I'm with Sean Sean Sears yesterday. Fuck the Cubs. What the fuck?
2: It's happened. Brian. I was holding holding out hope. It's
1: like, okay. I was holding out hope. Like, oh, like, they got rid of Baez. They got rid of, okay, they're going to, you know, build around uh, Chris Bryant. Fuck me. Yeah. And
2: it happened with seven minutes to go. Fuck me. I'm going to tell you this. They're going to, this is a rental. So get ready for a rental um, return because
1: uh, he's not resigning with the, the San Francisco. <laughs> uh, that's
2: not a, that's not a destination that he's talked about as being a uh, um, a great one. So uh, I'm gonna so now start looking up this. I mean, if, I mean I'm not sure if we're gonna get um, what I don't know what we're gonna mm-hmm. get. Like honestly, I mean again stuff I've been hearing. Um,
1: I can't believe I was dumb enough to even for a second be like oh like okay buys is gone riz is gone okay no, like, like, kb's <laughs> yeah. and heaven, you know I, don't
2: know. I, I you I, know, I know I, I, hey you guys turned in to see me like break down I'm not breaking down I did go to I the think st- I more cuz you
1: you've been bracing yourself for the few days I think I was I think I like you no. Know, I was bracing, I was bracing myself for anything I don't know why <laughs> I don't know what fantasy land I was living in that, like, I thought. I thought one would go.
2: Yep. Nope. I so,
0: thought, hey, dude, was- I,
1: after Brian's gone. I'm like, okay. Like, okay. They're gonna rebuild, rebuild around uh, around Brian. I'm fine with that. But no.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck, Thomas, yeah. like, what the?
2: <laughs> you put the guy on an airplane in the middle of the night last night to go to Washington D.C. to what? have him only go back to his hotel, grab his luggage, and get on an airplane to the West Coast to San Francisco. Um Brutal.
1: And that's no, just that's, that's just crazy it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy people. That's you people that way. Yeah, like,
2: that's, yeah no, and that
1: was the thing. Because, but it, it, it's because it came down to the very end. I mean, but oh my
2: god! <laughs> wow. <laughs> so is- good for my buddy Matty Estrada. He's a big Giants fan. You know, we'll we'll probably you know we'll we'll <clears throat> we'll kick some dirt on this. Uh, you know, we'll we'll have a proper proper burial on Thursday night next week on our show too. But this is this is a big one, man. This is this is the it's gone. You know, Tom Ricketts did what he said he was going to said he wasn't going to do, which is blow it all up. Um, he's lied well, to I us. To that
1: quote. Where is it? Because
2: this is. Yep, he's lied to us from the beginning. He's lied about him meeting his wife in the. It was all a con. It was all a grift. It was all one hundred percent. You know, whatever. And so this, you know, I'll say this now that KB's a giant. There has been a one hundred percent push for the last three years from the front office to take the shine off of Chris Bryant, so that today, as he's being treated, when this day came, it was a. Okay, I'm good with it. Trying to convince fans. It has been a concerted effort from the front office, from assholes like Crane Kinney. These are crooked bastards in the Cubs front office. So you want to hear me talk it? This is what I'm going to say right now. The Cubs organization is a shit show. It's run like a clown show. The front office does not care about the players. It is not a well-run organization. It is a comical, broken grift for money. And within two or three years after blowing it all up, you can look for it because old man Ricketts is calling in his tabs the the Ricketts family, God willing, will sell this team within the next three or four years because they have maxed out their investment. The cup was to. always an investment to them. It was never about the people. It was never about the team. It was always, always, always being sold to old man Ricketts, the big dad, that this was just a great way to pull money out. And old man Ricketts wants his money back and they're going to squeeze every dime out of it. That's why KB's gone. That's why Hobby's gone. That's why Rizzo's gone. I wouldn't be shocked if somebody else is gone. They don't want to pay anybody. The Cubs are going to go into 2022 with like a, what, a $48 million payroll. They're a $3.6 billion franchise that was purchased for what? $700 million. And they can't afford to pay at least their best players and, and show them, you know, this isn't like signing Brian Erlacher in his, in his, you know, in his sundown era, this is not signing, especially, and I'll say Rizzo might be a little bit downturn, but Javi and KB not being resigned and not being taken care of in their prime is, is, is um what's the word i'm trying to think of um uh god i can't even i can't even formulate an adjective right now um but this is this is this is the the, uh this is the cubs organization this is what you're putting your money to into fans this is where you keep your dollar. this this is why you're paying a hundred dollars a ticket to go sit in the bleachers this is why you're paying you know how much were those 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 uh wrigley the wrigleyville jerseys going for right disgraceful is a good adjective too um, Marisnyk to San Diego. It looks like okay. Yeah. So we're still going. Let's just go ahead and blow it all up. Yeah. I mean, all at right. this point, you already, yeah. Like, it doesn't so, matter. Like, no, no, Mariznick to San Diego. <laughs> I, yeah. I, Jason's gone now too. So looks like uh, this is it. But this is the Ricketts True Colors Cub fans. So if you're if you're a Cub fan and you're listening, welcome to the uh, the suck. This is uh, a a three point six billion dollar team owned by a billionaire's that's going to go the pirates route. The Pittsburgh Pirates route to build out as opposed to doing what the Dodgers do or you know large market teams like the Yankees. This is the problem with the Rickets. This is it. This is why the Dodgers are a class franchise and the Cubs are run with no class, with no grace, with no character, with no integrity. The Chicago Cubs, current ownership and front office are bastards. Period. And I'm not even done with it. We'll talk a ton down the line, because I'm sure I'm going to be uh, a little bit more verbal about what's been going on with everything with KB in the clubhouse, all that stuff Because half the guys that are in the clubhouse are gone. They're gone. Who cares? (laughs) Who cares? So we have now hit, it is now one o'clock on the dial as well. So, well, at least we knew it was coming. I don't think there's much more to do here in this minute. So I'm going to go ahead and do a quick shot and rest in peace. Chicago Cubs world series contending. Big three Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez. Thank you, by the way, for for the Cubs. I appreciate you in the memory. Um, so Ah, son of a biscuit.
1: Uh, for those of you tuning in live, Chris Bryant to the Giants, still waiting on details to see who's back early in the day. Javier Baez to the Mets. On Thursday, Anthony Rizzo to the uh, Yankees. Cubs also traded Kimbrel to the White Sox for Nick Mandrigal and Cody Hoyer. Uh, smaller trades, too. Um, obviously, on Thursday, it was Tapera to the Sox. Uh, and just now, outfielder
2: Jake Marisnick to the Padres. It's funny, um, the White And again, Sox, for,
1: for Cubs, fans, we're White mad. Sox,
2: the White Sox just dropped their starting lineup exactly at 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> right when the trade deadline ended. <laughs> for Cubs, fans, we're mad, and you should like be I just I
1: don't even know um there's only one way we can ever affect what ownership does there's only one way and that the only way that we can send a message is you have to hit them in the pocketbooks if you are mad stop watching the games um stop going to games stop purchasing their stuff if you are truly that mad that's the only that's the only thing that matters to them is mm-hmm. your money. Your money. So if you truly are mad, it's like they just got rid of your favorite player, your favorite two players, your favorite three players, your favorite four. Maybe you really got close to Craig Kimber over the past two and a half years. Mm. The only thing that matters to them that will ever matter, that because this is the thing, this is for every team, whenever you get mad about anything, the only thing they care about is your money. So if you truly are that mad, let them know. Don't give them a single cent.
2: Nope. Find let ways about it. You live in a digital age, guys. Everybody lives in it. You can you can work around giving your money. When you buy a jersey, by the way, just so you guys know, it doesn't go to, to the rickets. It goes to all the owners. They get like 50% of the cut of the jerseys. So you're paying these billionaire owners that use these guys as pawns, chess pieces, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to use like other term, I mean, but really it, they're they're making their billions and their millions off the backs of these dudes mm-hmm. that work their ass off for for their franchises. And this is what the Cubs this is you know, and I posted it when a snake tells you they're a snake, when a snake hisses that they're a snake, when a snake tells you, when people tell you who they are, listen to them because they are telling you who they are. The Ricketts have told us from the beginning who they are. They're snakes. They're liars. They're they're horrible human beings. Uh, they need to get their asses out of Chicago. Go back to Nebraska where you belong. Go ahead and go back to the, 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 the that part of the Middle West. Go back to the flat. No, no offense to people in Nebraska. Sorry, you're stuck with them because they're you. They're not one of us. You're What's not- your
1: fault? You voted for them.
2: Ricketts he's, family he's okay. you're not one of us
1: not go home
2: friends, go away you're done you know and again now I can hold now I don't have to hold back and I don't have to feel like I'm going to say anything that's going to hurt KB's status with the Cubs I can I can I'm I'm scorched earth policy coming scorched earth policy it's and, and yeah I'm rooting for the Giants hell yeah my buddy just said are you rooting for the Giants now you're damn right I'm rooting for the Giants now not over the Cubs again I still love the Cubs <laughs> and I'm still a Cub fan but right now I'm not going to give a single cent until the rickets are gone. Now I am on my Rickets protest. They will not get a dollar from me. I will steal. I will get comp tickets. I will do anything I can. If I'm going to a Cub game at Wrigley, I will sneak in if I have to. I'm not giving them another dollar my out of my wallet. Period. Period. Not giving them another cent of my 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 love until those people are gone. They need to go. Um and so yeah, this is this is um again, when a snake tells you they're a snake and they hiss at you, you know they're a snake. Accept it. They're snakes. And the Ricketts family are a bunch of snakes. They took the money and ran. They're taking the money and running. They got their World Series early, way earlier than they expected. And they spent the last five, six years just squeezing every dime out with every investment, bragging about being 100% over budget on their construction project. I mean, imagine this. They went $450 million over budget on the construction. $450 million. They can't spend $150 million to put together, you know, to, to, to put together a better team and this is this is now we're seeing why Theo said f this I'm out. We now know why Theo said and everything happened we again we want to tell ourselves that that these people are not lying to us to our face because the bigger the lie the less you know the more believable it is right? They've told us we're not going to blow this thing up. You Darvish gets traded, Victor Caratini gets traded for teenagers. No, we're not blowing it up. We're not blowing it up. Look, we got Zach. David. Look, we signed Jake Arietta Hey, everything's fine. We'll go back to the glory days. Jake day. Arrieta's going to have to start eventually now. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. <laughs> and then we look at it where it's at now. They have told us lies time and time again. Before Bryce Harper is, well, you're going to spend next offseason. Wink, wink. Bryce Harper's a free agent. Keep putting in the money, kids. Keep putting in You know, Buy the jerseys. Keep going. And they kept just kicking the can down the road. And we fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. And here we are. Today, Friday, July 30th uh, at one o four p.m. And Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez, Craig Kimbrell, Andrew Chafin. Uh, it looks like Jason Mariz, Nick now. They're gone. Para. Ryan Tapera gone. Um,
1: Shout out Trevor Williams. Awesome, yeah.
2: And so I'm never leaving, but I ain't paying. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. no, you know that guy, the- I love movies, good. but I'll sneak into a movie theater. I don't care.
1: Because I, I also feel like you know when we say that it's like oh well you're not a Cubs fan you're not going to support I'm like no I'll you can still watch like you don't have, you don't have to get Marquee to watch the Cubs it, it can be a pain in the ass sometimes you can still do it and honestly Cubs aren't going to be that much fun to watch for for a bit so who the fuck cares anyway um, I'm here for the,
2: I'm here I'm here for the <laughs> shit show now I'm here for the shit show uh, and another thing too like with 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 fandom and and all this stuff it, it again God I wish we could just You know, and I look at Chris now, maybe I'm going to get a little emotional here now, too, because, again, you know, the Cubs won a World Series on a guy that I've coached since he was 14 years old. um, It's a special journey, man, to be able to watch that kid grow up from a Bambi looking, quiet, mousy little freshman incoming, you know, 14 year old. uh, And um, is it Barton Wade for KB? I can 100 percent take that. I I am feeling Oh shit. That's a freaking haul right there.
1: Oh, by the way, okay, I was also going to say the, this other thing.
2: Bart Wade.
1: <laughs> like, holy shit. Giant, I mean, the Giants saw what the, i told you, Kevin. Jed Hoyer had to be on the phone with the Giants after the Scherzer trade-Turner trade. I'd have to say, Kevin, before we get excited about that. But, well, no, you can be excited about that. For all these trades, because like, even like we're, when we're recording on Thursday and the Rizzo trade broke and we saw the prospects, like, oh, shit, maybe this one guy could be a stud. Mm-hmm. You can be you can have multiple feelings at the same time and they can they can all be justified. If you if you're if you're a Cubs fan thing just specifically as like a, as like the future for the Cubs, it's like, okay, well, you know, if, if if the team decided they're going in this direction, okay, yeah, try to get as much, you know, prospects as you can for these guys. Fine. If you are pissed off because these guys meant the fucking world to you, I mean they brought you the best memories of like, you know, being a fan and you're mad, be mad. Most you're sad be sad if you yeah. have a combination of those two things because that's that's kind of where i'm at and i'll probably be more sad you know in a like a week down the road well when you know i'll think about like oh it's a, it's really over like because like uh, this trade bart because i remember i yeah. asked you guys when that when that rumor initially came out i'm like so like how good is this guy like supposed to be the the prospect for the giants bart and you guys are like? Oh, I mean, he's like pretty fucking good. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, it's, I'm gonna hate it because yeah, you know, Chris Bryant. I don't know. We've talked about a lot of the shows, like oh, you know, about Chris Bryant has always been my favorite player for like this Cubs era. It's always been Chris Bryant number mm-hmm. one for me. Um, so like, no matter what, this is gonna suck. I'm probably gonna do that fucking gif again of the, the girl dancing and crying because that's 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 basically how I feel.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
1: it's like yeah, they had a good return. <laughs> it's my favorite fucking player.
2: Yeah. And and you look, know, I'm a Ryan Sandberg guy. Um, you know, my favorite two players uh in uh in Cubs history are Greg Maddox and, and Ryan Sandberg. Being able to coach Chris, being able to be a part of his life, being able to see the inside part of all this stuff too has been in, has been very um eye-opening at the same time for me. Man, to be able to watch Chris, you know. I mean, I was driving to Colorado um on the last day of school. It was checkout day. So we checked out. So KB and I were texting. Wait,
1: holy move. shit. John Lester Lester traded
2: to the Cardinals. Yeah, this is uh, even, even, Jed Hoyer's finding ways to trade guys that he doesn't even have control over. <laughs> um, this is just, just getting a little bit worse, but Schwarber, Schwarber to the, right. Uh, yeah, Schwarber to it's <laughs> everybody's in the move. Um, but the, um, the, you know, I was on a, on a road trip to Colorado. I was going to go see my favorite, one of my favorite bands, Delta Spirit at Red Rocks. And, uh, you know, as we were hitting the, uh, we were in Green River, Utah, in fact, and as we were hitting the dead zone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, the Chicago Cubs with the second pick, you know, second overall pick in the 2013 draft. The Chicago Cubs select Chris Bryant, and then all reception gone, radio reception, phone reception, and I'll never forget that. I spent, you know, it was an hour drive through that whole dead zone when you're on, you know, if you've ever driven the the that, that route up to Colorado from from the west from Vegas and from you know Utah. I get out of the, um, you know, we get service again, and my phone I had like 45, 50 push notices, and that day there are days that I can say in my life as a, as a coach that were really special and I'm proud of all our guys, whether they're a baseball player or a lawyer or a custodian, I don't care. Um, but it was the Cubs and it was a kid that I had loved, um, because of the kind of kid that he was going to the Cubs, a kid that, that always worked hard, never showed his ass, never said the wrong things, always controlled his emotions. Wasn't the guy that had to go out and be rah-rah guy. He just led by example. Um, he led by example with his with his personality and his smile, and it's not fake. All that stuff is real, and so that that was for me. I'd say top, probably three, coaching moments. There's others. There's there's two others that are that are special, but that one it's up there. Chasing Shreve getting drafted and being there when he signed his contract. That was number one to me, just because he's like a he's of all the players I've ever coached. Shreve and I, are, he's like my brother. Like he's he's. I've had him and no players ever played for me longer than, than, than Chasen. but KB was with me for four years too. And those moments are are special. And so to see that and to see, uh, <clears throat> how he was treated by the Cubs, there's, there's hurt, there's anger, but he brought a world series to the Cubs, man. I told him, you know, do you want anything coach? No, I'm good. You want a world series? I need nothing. You know, my grandpa passed away four months before the Cubs won the world series. And, um, he brought it. He brought it home. Those guys all brought it home, and so this is a this is a rough one. It's a tough. This is a tough pill to swallow, but it was coming, you know. And so I guess it's kind of washing over a little bit, but you know, seeing him grow as a you know as a minor league player of the year and a rookie of the year, and just to go through the you know he was so nice to my family when he was whether he's in Tennessee or or, or you know when he you know I was going to New Orleans to go just to party up in New Orleans, and he's like, oh coach, we're there for a. Du-. We're we're uh, we're there for a doubleheader. You want any tickets? I'm like, yeah, sure. It's just me and my girlfriend. Leaves us four tickets. I'm like, I didn't. I was gonna buy the tickets anyway. I stayed for the doubleheader, went out, and then of course made a fool of myself in New Orleans because he, he couldn't go out. He doesn't drink. So mm-hmm. you know, these are a lot of things. There's just so much about it. So you know, the Cubs have lost the class act. You know, for me, the, the the journey doesn't end. You know, I'm I'm still gonna be excited to watch KB play with the Giants. You know, God, I hope the Giants win the World Series now. To me, um, you know, no, no offense, to White Sox fans. If it's not the Giants, I hope it's the White Sox. <laughs> but, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a temp. Giants fan, I don't think I don't think they have a possibility of, I think the Cubs are getting some good prospects back for a guy that I don't think intends to sign with the Giants. So um it doesn't sound like that's been I one mean, of these I'm looking stations. at the, money money talks. It's I'm be- looking
1: at the numbers now. Lamont Wade Jr. is I mean he has a 918 OPS this year with the Giants. Um, uh, he's played 94 career games overall two forty-one, 46 slash line. Uh, He's had his most playing time this year with the Giants. 52 games, 12 home runs, 28 RBIs, 18 walks, 42 strikeouts, 260 batting average, a lot of power, you know, uh, 571 slug. He is, how old is this guy? 22?
2: No, that can't be right. So they got, let's see here. So they got Bart, who's their, what, two? And then what was it? Lamont Lamont Wade Jr. Jr.? Jr. I don't even see Wade Jr. on their top he's
1: He is on their major league team.
2: Oh, he's on the major league roster. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's why he's probably been flushed out. Okay. Uh, this is, this is, it's not, you know, again, I'm not angry. This oh is my a-
1: God. Fuck.
2: Oh no. We they got tra- a San
1: Francisco, Francisco San Francisco reporter. I don't know who reported Bart and Wade Jr. to the Cubs, but that is not accurate. I'm told. Oh, <laughs> okay. So
2: maybe I will be angry again. Uh, bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> who's the who's the uh, who's the Giants guy?
1: That was Andrew Baggerly at Extra Bags.
2: At GG. Extra Bags, let me see what Extra Bags has got for us because I got some extra bags too. And if he's lying, I'm gonna extra bag <laughs> it on his chin. Oh well, I mean, uh, I mean, if was he on Jeopardy at one point? What the heck? Um, oh, I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna not okay. even make up these names now. Well, we got to see what the official oh, trade well. is now.
2: Oh, Trevor Story was not traded. I'm like, wait, that's that's not true. But I was thinking of Justin Turner. Or not Turner, uh, Trey Turner. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Baggerly is, Baggerly is an athletic guy, too. He's from the Athletics. So oh, here cool. it
1: is. Oh, God. Not as good? Received, oh, from Bob Nightingale, the Cubs received pitcher Caleb Killian and outfielder Alexander Camargo.
2: So not oh, even those guys. Oh.
1: Oh, God. my God.
2: All right, so let's go. Who was it? Killer. killer who was it?
1: Uh Killian or Caleb Killian and then Alexander Camargo.
2: Canario is a ninth ninth prospect. I don't see.
1: I think if I remember correctly,
2: Killian is, their, Killian is their, twi- their 30th ranked prospect. So you're telling <laughs> me they got for KB, they got kill they have the 30th ranked prospect and the uh <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, the, number nine and number thirty for for the National League MVP, one of the most versatile players in the game.
1: I looked up. Al- <laughs> this is hilarious. I looked the second name up. I looked Alexander Camargo. The first result is Dr. Alex Camargo, <laughs> New York. <laughs> uh, I guess I have to put baseball after this. All right,
2: <laughs> that's always a good sign. So in other words the uh, the best return the Cubs got for any of their big 3 was uh the Bias, right? The Mets, yeah, Bias. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Stay hot, Jed. Stay hot. You know you, you you know that you probably could have gotten better players with a comp pick la- uh, next year than the number 9 ranked prospect in an individual franchise. Although he is Canario looks like he's 2023 bound. He's still at high he's still at high A, he's at A. Like so righty, six one one sixty five. That's not even. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> you know,
1: here? I mean, I I swear this had to have been the Giants. The Giants had to be like, hey, leak out Joe jo Bart, So like, when it's not Joe Bart, everyone will be fine. It doesn't matter. No, everyone's gonna be happy.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Holy shit! What a shit show.
0: God.
1: Uh, oh my gosh. Hey, Fids, you want to coach for to four Cubs fan? He's only sixteen.
2: <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I do know that it's time to get back into the game a little bit after uh, after the twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two season. I will be back in the game. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying this still sabbatical, but at the same time, there's some somehow there's somehow there's this players guy. that need to learn how to run a you, you properly run a rundown. Wow, all the
1: Cubs, all the Cubs, and if you if you ever played for the Cubs, you're being traded. Jorge Soler to the Braves. <laughs>
0: Wait.
2: Uh, yep. And this is a good question. How can his return be worse than Javi's? They could have gotten first round caliber pick just by holding on to him and giving him a qualifying offer. Yeah, I have no a really clue good question.
1: These guys, yeah. I don't Definitely. know how deep the Giants uh when were these I'm assuming when, when you said how old was one of the guys? Like 19?
2: Nineteen and.
1: I'm assuming a lot of these trades that we're seeing that were nineteen and like I I think it's nineteen a lot of... And are, nineteen no, and you know what is? I think it's twenty four years
2: old. You traded for a twenty four year old. Well,
1: I think it's right hander
2: that still hasn't figured it out and is ranked thirtieth in their in their system. Who Double A. This?
1: Alexander. Oh no wonder fucking Bob Nightingale misspelled the guy's name.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. 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 Of course he did.
1: Fucking okay. No wonder that name didn't pop up on Google. Lot, no, what I was gonna say, what I was gonna say is, um it's probably a lot of guys that they scouted before last year's draft, and they must have liked them. So,
2: yeah, this is just—I mean, this is this is, uh yeah, no, this is, yeah, you said Solar traded to the Braves. I bet you Solar gets a better return than the Cubs got for fucking KB. Pardon my language. Yeah, so Camargo. No, so it's, it's Canario. Canario, which is Alexander Canario, who I've been talking about. He's 21. He's a six foot one. Another one center
1: fielder, second up on outfielders, outfielders now. now. All right.
2: <laughs> Obviously, we're going to go back. Look, and, and if you're a newer Cub fan, FYI, the Cubs have had until Chris Bryant, the Cubs' third base position was the Bears' quarterback spot. Nobody other than Ron Santo and Aramis Ramirez for like every plus, 30 years six <laughs> six years. And they have Chris Bryant who wanted to stay, wanted to extend, never got an extension offer ever only got an overture two years ago, three years ago has been pushed out by people like David Kaplan, by fake rumors and false reports. Everything is turned on KB. I'm telling you right now, I'm actually the way that we're seeing now the Cubs front office is a joke. The Cubs, obviously we know the ownership's a joke. This, I mean, Jed Hoyer, you're not Theo, I guess. Sorry about that. But that's why you're with the Padres, and that's why I look at the Padres now. You left and look at the Padres. So um, I know you had some to do with it there, Jed, but this is um, its a kick in the face, man. You should have never even put him on the plane last night. You put him on a plane in the middle of the night to make him go to D.C., so then he has to get go back to the hotel, grab his luggage and get on another airplane. No fanfare, no love. You know, do the Cubs even play the, the Giants at all again this year? So we're never going to see. We're not going to get a KB goodbye at all they're not gonna get a rizzo goodbye because we'll get a rizzo goodbye at comiskey or at a guaranteed rate field but javi doesn't get a goodbye um javi got to at least play in his last game at wrigley at least they gave hobby that respect considering the, the guy that shows up and admitted to showing up late to work and not preparing himself he got he got his goodbye that's good for you but the guy that actually doesn't say his thing there's just it's it's uh it sucks this is just this is the hall that we saw digitally, the the, the Barton Way Junior would have been great. Who did know. that?
1: Fuck you! Whoever did
2: that, Zo, Zo, Zo. Who's now saying Socks wagon open, baby? Bay? No, 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 baby, babe. I don't. I can't trust you, Zo. I don't want to go there anymore. So I'm gonna do another shot now because, okay. Yeah,
1: you guys should talk magical. The best second baseman in Chicago. Oh shit, we can do that now.
2: Yeah, we can. Kevin, yeah. that's,
1: just, that, that's 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 the direction we have to take this because I have the best second now? baseman in Chicago. <laughs> Take that, Zo. Take that, Zo.
2: Oh, so Zo follow. He got it from a beat reporter with twenty five thousand followers. I would trust mm. that. Too. Did he have a blue check mark though? Mm.
1: <laughs> no, I did. I did see a tweet on the timeline. I forget who it was.
2: Oh man, Cubs Con. I don't. Th- I think you just cancel it.
1: No, 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 have. Oh, by the way, oh, oh, September Giants Cubs Wrigley Field.
2: Okay, so Chris gets a goodbye. All right, all yeah, right. It's a okay. weekend series:
1: Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
2: Everybody show up. I'm gonna. I might be taking a flight to San Francisco sometime this fall. No, uh,
1: don't do that, Kevin. You go see. Remember what we said earlier. Don't give any any money to the Ricketts. You just go to San Francisco. No, I'm Kevin, saying I'm flying nice to San Francisco. Go. It's an hour oh, flight. Okay.
2: Oh yeah. Oh no. San no. Doing, no. Doing, I, will, yeah. I love and I love <laughs> that ballpark. I love San Francisco. I. I'm, I'll go hit the uh, Kerouac Alley. Go hit City Lights Books. Go get a couple cocktails at v- Cafe Vesuvius. Uh, Vesuvio, and then we'll go uh, eat some delicious. You know. Chowder in a bread bowl and then I'll go watch KB do some work and, and, and pwn the Cubs a little bit. I hope he hits. I hope he goes. I hope he has a, a monster series.
1: I, yeah. All these
2: games. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is, this is it. I mean, we, 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 we did this live for a reason. You got some raw emotion. We didn't get in anger this time though. It wasn't like last night where I, I pretty much told my dad, don't please don't oh, listen. God, there's please a video. Oh listen. my
1: God. There's a video of Chris Bryant, in the dugout, getting the call
2: at mdc yeah jesus you are the most classless organization oh have-
1: my god he's crying I right, fuck this
2: god this is it this is it. your subs. this okay i need this video please share it with me i need this now
1: Yumper, uh, oh. tag us in it
2: jumper is that it okay there it is
1: oh my god he started to cry oh my god fuck this where's the it's it, scroll tag on tag on the tweet and scroll up Here you know what I am going
2: to. Like, this is a bad week because the Vegas Golden Knights t boned uh, Mark Andre Fleury, who is the greatest. Obviously, it's only a you know first you know new, brand new franchise, but the the most important player uh, in the in the Vegas community for the you know the Vegas Golden Knights. And now I'm watching Chris Bryant cry in the dugout. <sighs> yeah.
0: Right, now so I want to fight Jed.
2: Now I want to fight Jed. And now I want to fight Tom Ricketts. Now For I, uh, the people watching on the stream, here's
1: the video from yeah, our a real hug watch, bastards. That you'd love it.
0: On the phone, still in the Cubs uniform. And uh, there you have it. He has just been dealt to the San Francisco Giants. You see the warm embraces, number 17, a pillar in the Cubs history. And uh, we're going to keep you posted right here as things continue to unfold. Trade deadline day as KB wipes away the tears. An emotional day for a lot of people involved around these parts on uh, more Cubs live trade deadline special and as all.
1: Fuck this, man.
2: I'm watching him. You know what? And here's me. Side note. And this is let's give this solace a little bit. OK, um, a little more, a little more. Um, what's the word I'm trying to think? A little more, a little more framage, I guess we'll call it. He's not just crying because he's losing the Cubs. He's also crying because this shit's over now. It's done. He is three years. Chris Bryant has dealt with bullshit rumors, fake rumors. You're traded. You're traded. Trade KB. KB sucks. He's greedy. He turned down fake contracts, blah, blah, blah. It's over now. He doesn't have to deal with this bullshit ever again in his career. He's too good for the Cubs. He's too good not for the Cubs fans or the Cubs organization, the name on the front. He's too good for those pieces of shit in that front office. He's too good for the pieces of crap That own the team, he's too good for them. And he deserves better. And so does Javi, so does Rizzo. All those guys deserve better. So you know what? He's not just crying because he's leaving the Cubs. And I know that it's an emotional moment in that sense. He's crying because he finally controls his own destiny. He does not have to work for a piece of shit boss of his. He gets to choose his boss now. He gets to choose his boss. And do you think for a second he's gonna come back to the Chicago Cubs after all this? If you do. I'm sorry. I don't want to break it to you too negatively. It ain't happening. He's not coming back. This is it. KB is gone. And the three years of this pressure, that's got to be a weight off of his shoulder too. It's got to be, he's got to be terribly sad. And I'm going to, obviously we'll find out. I'm going to be talked to him later. Hopefully he's a little bit more available and find out, but it's over. Like he doesn't have to worry about trade rumors anymore. Every contract that he will have from here on out, he will have a no trade clause every contract that he has from here on out he gets to choose who he signs with where he signs and where uh, what kind of person he works for all those things now he gets to, he gets to cho- he chooses his own destiny Anthony Rizzo gets to choose his own destiny Javi Baez gets to choose his own destiny and it sounds like these guys ain't gonna choose the friendly confines because the friendly confines ain't the friendly confines anymore it's the corporate confines and it ain't the same. And so, unfortunately, it sucks, and I hate seeing him cry right now because that makes me want to beat someone's ass.
1: That, right. that was the most fucking heartbreaking thing I, Like, Yep.
2: Yeah, that's it. Oh, a, my live God. On the air, live on the air, on camera, on the phone, in the dugout, in his warm-ups, getting ready to play a game, Is told, go back, change into some clothes, leave your shit here, we'll send it in the mail, get on an airplane, you're going to be a giant now. And you know what I am? I'm happy for him that he's going to be with the Giants because I know the Giants treat their players well. Look at Drew Robinson and how they've treated Drew Robinson. The Cubs would never do something like that. Never, never. And so that doesn't make him any money. So good luck for KB there. He's going to a place where, at least for the next couple months, he's going to play some good baseball. He's on a winning team. He's in a winning organization that's won three World Series championships in the last 15 years. He's going to a place where he could feasibly win another one. God, I hope he's the MVP of the World Series, and I hope he takes a gigantic dump on a baseball and sends it to Tom Ricketts in a box because that's how it goes. I want the Cubs to win. I love the Cubs, but I don't love ownership. I hated the, you know, when, you know, I hated, I didn't like Larry Himes. I didn't like, you know, the, the Tribune organization as well. It doesn't change. I'm not going anywhere as a Cub fan. Obviously never would never go anywhere. There's been owners and owners and owners and pieces of crap decades after decades. And we've been sold bill of goods. It's been a whatever, but we're not going anywhere, but I'm going to go ahead and root for the giants now. Let's go. You know, it just sucks. It just sucks. And it sucks to see that footage because he deserves better. They all do. And so if you're a free agent looking for the Cubs next fall or this fall, after you become a free agent, charge the hell out of them. Everybody's asking for big money. Make them pay you. Because you know what? In the end, they will turn you on a dime. They will, they will sell you like KB, Javi, Rizzo for teenage prospects that may never play a single inning on a major league baseball team.
1: We need our girl Lauren to, to do the sell the team shirts now. Mm-hmm. Sell the team. That's The new, team. new
2: hashtag should be sell the team.
1: Let's do it, Kevin. Let's start Let's
2: it. Start it. Okay. Sell the team. I'm starting it. Let's
1: see. Hashtag. We, add we oh, it has to be Ricketts. Sell, sell, sell the team Ricketts.
2: That should be sell the team Ricketts.
1: Yeah, sell the team. All right, there we go.
2: Yeah, that's that's we got. Let's get it going. I can't. It's not. It's again. We, I, like, oh, it do, it like, bothers me when people say this. Let's real quick. But no, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, no,
1: go ahead. Can
2: I can I not hear someone say, "Well, the core just wasn't getting it done." Right. No. How about this? Why don't you build around the core? The core isn't the only three or four guys. You need five, six, seven, eight, and pitching and a bullpen. They've never built properly other than one year where they caught lightning in a bottle around the core so let's stop saying the core didn't get it done in the playoffs no you know who didn't get it done a lineup and a roster didn't get it done because they weren't putting the right people in the right places and when they needed the money to go find them despite a bad contract like jason hayward how about this jason hayward sticks ah. for 27 million he's getting paid to hit 197 what? this year He that could was pay so fucking poetry, calories, Kevin? stealing money stealing poetry, money Kevin,
1: on, on uh was it fucking thursday uh with kb on, on the, or uh, like in the hole i guess he's in the hole
0: <laughs> but who is the guy
1: who's standing between for you know cups for cups fans to get their last you know fucking last time to see kb who is the guy up there who is in the way last chance to do is fucking jason hayward and he strikes out well wow, hey, typical of bad. jason
2: hayward he gave a great <laughs> speech high five thanks for the speech buddy I'm- uh, I'm-
1: jason I'm- hayward's day they're all gone now jason they're all like, it's basically, and Wilson Contreras, like for as much shit it was given like for the comments that he's made for like the previous stuff, Wilson Contreras, he's still producing. The the one guy's the highest paid player on the team now.
3: The so I guess i
2: Oh, go, keep going.
1: Oh, no, the highest paid player on the team, you know, the right now, the veteran on the team. <laughs> They're going to be coming after you, Jason, because you're the last, you're the big, you're
2: the big money guy now. So guess what? Now I don't have to worry about holding back. Jason Hayward what, last month, yelled at Chris Bryant in the locker room for swinging green, sc- swinging 3-0, hitting a double on a 3-0 green light. That's Jason Hayward. That was Jason Hayward last month, yelling at KB in the clubhouse for doubling on a 3-0 pitch that he was given the green light for. There's your $27 million team leader. Apparently he hates success because, God, of, of all the people that you should be yelling at, maybe you should yell at yourself with your 197 average and the fact that you've been basically stealing money for years now at this point but yeah jason hayward yelled the kb for swinging at a 3-0 pitch green light hitting a double in the locker room last month so jason hayward your team now buddy have fun lead by example get more speeches bud because this is yours it's all <laughs> your team now all yours yell at everybody for green lights. yell at everybody you got nick magical coming i hope you yell at him for swinging the green lights too
1: i i honestly think that video that video is i, I mean I, obviously this is emotional. That video of KB crying after he gets informed he's traded is. I hope that like that is the beginning of the end of the Rickets. I honestly hope that that everyone sees, like, holy shit. Oh my god.
2: Up, apart. Oh, and you know it's kind of funny. I, you know, I was. I'm so sad. I'm so pathetic. I've been holding on to some, 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 so many stories, but there's. Now the people that I had, the ones that I was like, so really like throw like the grenade into also got traded. There's no reason. The only grenade to throw now to is grenade. how poorly all these guys have been treated by that front office the entire time. Someone shows up second to the ballpark every day and gets yelled at because he's in the training room getting taken care of because he wasn't visible while in the training room because he wasn't making, you know, it's just, there's so much, I, God, I can throw a hand grenade, but I'm not going to. Because you know what? The guys that I... The, again, the hand grenade should be 100% reserved for Tom Ricketts and his little little minion, little stooge boy. Jed Hoyer is the stooge boy now. I don't, I'm done with it. The, the, I am not. I don't give Jed Hoyer anything. You know what? You could have figured out a way, Jed. You could have figured out a way. And if your boss tells you to cu- cut these guys, you know what you do? You turn in your damn keys. That's what you do. So Jed Hoyer obviously is on board with the Ricketts plan. So you are not a part of the solution. You're a part of the problem. So Jed Hoyer... I do not differentiate, differentiate Jed Hoyer from Tom Ricketts anymore. I did before. Because here's the worst part. is He's buddy-buddy with the guys. He told these guys certain things, and then the minute they turned their back, he dug the knife right in and gave them zero respect. So there's Jed Hoyer. He's all, all talk. He's not a loyal friend. He's someone, again, this is why I think Theo was better. Theo didn't even talk to the guys. So the guys didn't know Theo, like in that sense. Theo was you're not going to get anything from me. Jed's all, "Hey buddy, buddy buddy, let's be pals." And then Oh, et tu Brute. So, that's Jed's that's Jed style. is be your buddy until the end and then you don't even see the knife. So, that's where we're at. Like there's so much there's so much crap that's going on that that I've I've held to myself and and I will hold a lot of it in because there I don't want I'm not going to talk bad about the deceased because again, Javi's gone, Rizzo's gone, KB's gone. You know, I can talk about Jason Hayward all I want now. And Jason Hayward, you better start producing or I'm going to be on the shit on Jason Hayward train all day long. And your little little, your little your Twitter minions that are all, I never gave up on Jason Hayward, should do. You should give up on Jason Hayward. He needs to go somewhere else. Please go. But they didn't. He's the one contract that holds over their head like an albatross because he refuses to waive his no-trade clause. He is a problem. So here we go. It's Jason Hayward's team now. Everything that happens to the Cubs is Jason Hayward's fault from here on out. I'm blaming Jason Hayward. And Jed Hor- and I'm going to blame. Um, uh, who else can I blame? I'm going to blame. Uh, see who else is going to throw it on? I'm going to. I'm going to blame uh, Eric Sogard still, just because I feel like. <laughs> uh,
1: that, that's right. The Cubs also lost Eric. That so- he was released this week.
2: Mm-hmm. But he's still. <laughs> they might pick him up again. They need some. Uh, if they. Oh my god. That would be like the ultimate coup de grace But it I mean, is. Hey,
1: the Cubs, the Cubs are going to need some infielders now. Get 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 Sogard back.
2: Yep. <laughs> So guard back. Oh, okay. here we go. Oh, yeah. A lot of sell. Oh, here it is. We got our first one. The core only scored one run in the 2018 and 2020 postseason run. They did this to themselves. Hey, Brian, Shimkus, shut up. Okay? There are, what, six other players on that roster in a starting lineup that need to get the job done as well. Shut up. Oh, the core Oh, you're jumping everywhere, buddy. Oh, Brian Shimkus is... He's out. Oh, we found Jed Hoyer's burner account. It's at Brian Shimkus on Twitter. Um, Oh, and it's also Chris P L S Homer. Um, who told me to shut the fuck up. Okay. Thanks bud. And you have the, Oh, you have the frog on You're yeah. Yeah. Okay. Racist. Thanks. You got the frog. Bye. And blocked blocky blocky for that talky cocky um i'm so sorry that people are upset that i called the cubs organization the least classy organization um in in sports right now oh i'm so sorry go ahead and defend the billionaires douche we have
1: uh we have another trade uh oh, pirates closer richard rodriguez to the braves so braves get some bullpen help well they hope so he's been terrible since the the spider ban tech or the spider attack ban um let's see we are now we're 35 minutes past the deadline a couple deals have come in so we'll stick around for a few more minutes (sighs) uh, for people joining live obviously if you're tuning in on uh, the podcast thanks for staying with us all this way for anyone tuning in late here chris bryant to the giants Baez and trevor williams to the Mets, anthony rizzo to the Yankees, a couple minor minor, tri- or Kimbrel to the White Sox. We can't forget about that part. White Sox fans, you guys should be happy as hell. Ecstatic. Yep. You guys have the, you guys are now the AL
2: favorites. How about this? How about, oh God, Sox fans, you're going to hear this. You have the best baseball owner in Chicago. <laughs> you're the All best right. baseball owner in Chicago. Hi, friend hey. of the show, Michael McDougal. So let's talk about Tanner McDougal, by the way. Uh, Chicago White Sox. Prospector. Okay. to okay. not get traded because he's going to uh, do some work with the White Sox. But I actually, you know, and Dukes is here. It's kind of funny. Um, I did text Tanner this morning. And I asked him, what's the, like, the coolest thing you've seen like, that you've experienced so far as, you know, a, a recently signed fifth round pick with the White Sox organization that treats him so well. What a great swag and all the things that he, he took. You know, he's yeah. Yeah. He sometimes went to Arizona today is that just being around everybody and meeting everybody who wants to do the same thing as you. That's a that's an answer. That's an answer from a dude, right? And so excited, really pumped to watch Tanner's, Tanner's career go. I love Bambi. So he's a tripod, but he'll drop it right on you if you, if you get in the way. So, you know, that's fun. You know, and again, it's, it's it's counter. You know, if you're a White Sox fan and you're still listening to the show, White Sox are doing great, man. Um, oh,
1: you guys are fucking set.
2: What an organization to be a part of. Um, perfect time, perfect place. I'm so happy that – so now, now with KB gone – my only Chicago sports connection is Tanner, so I'm going to really vicariously live through Tanner. So Dukes, <laughs> it's over. By the way, uh, you, just,
1: you you brought him up earlier, and now uh, they brought up Tanner. It reminded me of, um, did, are you surprised? Chasen didn't get traded.
2: I am shocked. Uh, he did. he's got kind of, So he's he's. It's August, so everyone's pushing through a little dead arm right now. But he's been used a lot, and he's been really successful. I am shocked. But here's the kicker. They played service time manipulation with his contract, his minor league deal. So they actually, which is good for him, he is under contract for the 2022 season beyond that CBA that's coming. So for him, it's actually some good job security. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Chasen, you know, he didn't get traded. He's had a good season, but Tyler Anderson did, his roommate, his buddy, who he's really good friends with, uh, and another Vegas boy. Um, Tyler got traded to who to you get traded to? That was a bad trade. And then they ended up flicking, you know, flipping it and he ended up going to the Mariners. He ended up somewhere and then it flipped over to uh was it the Yankees. And then he's with the, now he's with the Mariners though. So it was a, it was a trade that didn't go through. Um, but yeah, I, I know my best, my best friend, Derek Stafford, who, you know, he was our head coach at Bonanza, uh, during the KB years too. Obviously he's a, he's a Cardinal fan. So fuck him. But, um, You know, know, this is his quote, fantastic for KB, West Coast, top-notch MLB organization, our flight from family, first place team. What else can you ask for? And that's 100% true. What else can you ask for, for for anybody getting traded? But these guys are going to contenders. Anthony Rizzo's with the Yankees. They're probably the least of the contenders. The Mets are probably the least likely to actually win games (laughs) uh, in the postseason because they're in a bad division. Um, And KB's going to probably, you know, you look at arguably the best team in baseball right now. If, If you're ahead of the Dodgers in any place in the world, Congratulations, man! So, and the Giants have done it. So, you know, all these guys are going to get an opportunity to win. You know, Marisnick's going to be with the Padres. We're going to see a lot of Cubs in the postseason. They're just not going to see the Cubs in the postseason, mm. which hurts. <laughs> oh no, but,
1: we'll see. Yeah, we'll see plenty of former Cubs in the postseason.
2: Um, we won't see John Lester in the postseason, though, because he's with the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, the, no. uh, the Red Sox traded for uh, Hanzo Robles from the Twins. Um so they got some bullpen help. They were rumored to be uh in for Kimbrell.
2: Austin Davis, right? Chavis for eight Davis? Boston?
1: Uh, Keith Law. Or I saw hand I was talking about Robles.
2: Oh, Keith Law just directed a Keith Law Bomb. Boston has traded Michael Chavis to the Pittsburgh for Austin Davis. Oh, okay. There you go. And uh Keith Law thought that KB swing was too long to be a quality pro hitter, but (sighs) (sighs) sorry about that. Sorry. Old 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 discussions. Um so yeah, I mean, we're here now. I think we're are we beyond this window now? I think it's forty minutes past like the the deadline. Should there be any more? Th- I mean, the Keith Law dropped that th- that three minutes ago. So we're still that was an hour and thirty six. Is thirty six minutes after the uh, deadline? We still got trades popping up here, but this is brutal. Whoo, you know, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, what are you thinking right now? So so from here. What
1: is am just trying to dumbass fans who don't understand. Again, I I said this earlier. Just because we're I'm effing the Ricketts and saying you know fuck the Cubs and the way that they're handled, is, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop the next group of. I'm, I'm like I'm like typing this out. The next group of like players that are great, I'm gonna I'm gonna root for them just as much as I did for this group. I, at no point have I ever rooted for the Cubs ownership. I've never been like hell yeah Tom Ricketts, good like good for you. I've never been like hell yeah Tom Ricketts. That bottom line is looking great. I don't cheer for the Cubs for how much money. Uh, I don't care what the fuck the ownership. But I, I root for the players. They're on the fucking field. Absolutely. So yes, uh, w- w- if the Cubs are winning and if the Cubs fucking if the Cubs are competing next year, uh, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the same energy. I don't care about Tom Ricketts.
2: Yeah. It's, what? The thing is, being pissed off with ownership is different than being pissed. Off. The players, the, the 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 remaining players on this roster did nothing. This is not their fault and why would you root against people that had no vested like like they're not a part of the decision making process. We love that emblem on the front. That C with the little little baby bear. That's what we love. Okay, we don't love ownership. We went through the Tribune era. I honestly, I pray to God every night now from here on out that that Mark Cuban buys the Cubs, but um, you know, this would be a very different world if Mark Cuban was the one that bought the Cubs, obviously. Major League Baseball didn't like Mark Cuban, so they really fought that one, kicking and screaming. But the fact is, you know, we will never—we're not going anywhere. I'm, not, I'm going to be the biggest critic. It's fine with being critical. You know, how about this? What do you like? What kind of what's a good friend? Is a good friend that tells you what you want to hear, or is a good friend someone that tells you what you need to hear? Which one do you consider a good friend? Because we're going to tell the Cubs what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Cub fans, you're gonna hear what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. We're not gonna say, oh my God, it's glorious. So oh, Patrick Wisdom is the centerpiece. He's so good. We're gonna be he's gonna win worlds. No, look, if there's a problem, there's a problem. And this is a problem. It, you know, the Cubs ownership sucks. All right. You know, and and Jed was whatever. Jed, Jed took the job knowing that he was gonna be a yes man for a bunch of classless clowns. He took the job. So, Jed, you 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 picked your lot. So you get you wear it. That's your, this is your, you know, you made your bet. You lie in it. Same with us as fans. Don't let them off the hook. Don't let them off the hook. I can't say this enough. Don't let these billionaire owners that tell you that you should be supporting them unconditionally off the hook. Do not stop. Hold them another,
1: oh, another no. reliever trade. Diamondbacks to Joaquin Soria to the Blue Jays. So Blue Jays getting another... Another pitcher for their, uh, their stinks. Uh they need as much pitching help as they can get. Cleveland made a couple of trades. I think we went, went over them. We got to get earlier.
2: We got to get. Uh, heads, heads but, heads you, you know
1: what comment I just got? I uh, Kevin, I got the uh, continue being a meatball.
2: You <laughs> I mean, just told you to be a meatball.
1: Yes. Because I'm mad that uh, the Cubs didn't keep uh, Chris Bryant or that the uh, Cubs. <laughs>
2: There we go. Where is it at? Oh, dude, did, did just oh, say, keep that same energy when they're winning again. Oh, is that the same okay. one or did someone call you a meatball? No,
1: else is... on, the, on that
2: post oh Let's it was see. A
1: reply to f- yeah, yeah, it was a reply to that
2: one. I like. I, I, I actually <laughs> For I like. A I,
1: being a meathead. Epson f- 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 f-
2: f- Seven has the best picture right there. So the Michael Jordan f the Ricketts, f them yeah,
1: Ricketts. I've been that.
2: Uh, see here, who called you a meatball? Oh, spare me, President Elect Dewey. Really? Okay, you have sixty-four <laughs> followers, nerd. Um, oh Max Jansky. Oh, he's got the he's got that profile pic that actually you want to put like in that you know that picture where it's like all the different du- white dudes with the sunglasses on. This is
1: a rarity. Uh, I know we t- we talked about it on Thursday. Oh, and you're and an idiot. Said, you guys said you know Aldo keeps us cool. This, you guys caught me at a bad time. Not today. Not today. <laughs> Not today. Oh, uh, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while, but not today.
2: Mike Jones, eighteen ninety eight, can suck a large quantity of uncooked Rocky Mountain oysters uh, down his throat. He said, "I guess he shouldn't have turned down two millions, two hundred million. So I just go ahead and just
1: exactly. you like, idiot. That's why he I said one of, my, one of my first responses was like, or like the, I think the second one, I was like, literally none of this is true. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm done with you. I don't even care. Anymore.
2: You know what's better? A message from Twitter. Thanks. Twitter will use this to make your timeline better. I need that guy <laughs> out of my timeline forever. Uh, you know what? And you want to, you, if, if you're a, whatever, you want to troll me, go ahead. Troll me. Troll me all you want. Um, you know, this is from Anthony Rizzucci, by the way, KB's teammate. One of his best friends, his double date partner, Chris and Jess, Anthony and Bella were the double date partners throughout high school. They were like thick as thieves. This is sad, but at least giants fans will treat him very well. And I say that as a Dodger fan too. So we have a Dodger fan who is obviously he's Zucci's Zucci has been one of my favorite. He's a lawyer, fantastic kid him and KB were like thick as thieves in high school. They were like, that's what we th- can sue the Rickets. Is that a way it's great. We got to go. I also So someone to defend me in case I go too far. Um. But Zuch Zuch is perfect, man. He's a Dodger fan. And he's he's, he knows that KB deserves better. He deserves to be treated better. And cup fans haven't treated KB that well. A lot of us have, most of us have, but there's been a contingent of all the big three up until recently. Rizzo started getting it late. Cause people were like doing that. Like you're going to break up with you before you break up with me. A thing. KB is the one that's worn the most crap. Of, of those three uh, for the last three years, since Dave Kaplan's bullshit report about his. Oh my God. Thank well of, yeah. So Cub fans also don't just reserve your ire for the Ricketts reserve your ire to Dave Kaplan. Dave Kaplan is the one that reported that he has been the one singular source from the contract offer well North of $200 million that started the entire anti KB movement. It started with Kaplan carrying water, for Crane Kenny, a contract offer that never happened and has always been denied, that is zero true. And Dave Kaplan doesn't even have the sack to apologize for misrepresenting it. So you know what? Save some of that Ricketts IR gift, like 5 to 10% to Dave Kaplan because some of this falls at his bald-ass feet, Voldemort.
1: Um. So we're now at, uh, what are we? It's one forty-six our time, Kevin. So uh, almost an hour after the deadline it looks like the last of the deals have been sent in. Uh, just to recap again for the last time. This is it, Cubs fans. It's the the not rebuild, rebuild is on. Um, Chris the Bryant retool. to the Giants. <laughs> the, the retool, retool whatever. <laughs> the shit show is on for the Cubs. Chris Bryant to the Giants, Javier Baez and Trevor Williams in a package deal to the Mets. Anthony Rizzo to the Yankees. Craig Kimbrell to the White Sox for Nick Madrigal. Uh, and Cody Hoyer, uh, Jake Risnick to the Padres, Ryan Tapera to the White Sox. Uh, Kyle and I mean, Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber. Oh, that's right. For, uh, X-Cubs updates. Kyle Schwarber, uh, like the middle of the night, traded to uh, the Red Sox. Uh, Jorge Soler to the Braves. Uh, John Lester, the other the other gut punch, too, for his cup fan. You know, a lot of emotional stuff there when he left and, you know, seeing him go to the Cardinals. He's now with the Cardinals. He's um, going to pitch against the Cubs again this year. That's right. I, honestly, that, that John Lester has been that good. Uh,
2: <laughs> that lineup now.
1: <laughs> well, he's scoring already. He's he's loving it. He's like, let me let me get it.
2: Bet the under every let Cub game for the rest of the season. <laughs> uh, what a brutal! What a br- What a brutal deadline! Like again, we talked about it. It's emotional. It's been this is the most.
1: If I was if I was a fan of any other
2: team, <laughs> It probably wouldn't be as big a deal, but. This, no, for no, Cubs, no, no, no. If I was a
1: fan of any other team, I would be like, holy shit, this is the best trade deadline ever. I, deals everywhere. But I am a Cubs fan who just had the core three players, the like three faces of the franchise for the past basically decade, starting with Rizzo, just traded for because why? Because, I mean, right now it appears because the team doesn't want to swim. Uh, Any last thoughts there uh, for you,
2: Kevin? You know, we want to end on a positive note.
1: I mean, hey, it, it can be anything.
2: You know, the old man used to always tell me, you know, you control the things you have control over. You control how you can respond to certain things. You can feel feelings, never hide them, never, you know, never shy away from your emotions. Wear them on your sleeve like a damn badge of honor. But to be honest, We are out of. This is not in our control. We don't control anything right now. We we had to, you know. So so you know, you know, and this has been a very mentally um, exhausting moment um, for Cub fans. The the emotional, mental strain. I know a lot of people. Like I've seen a lot of tweets where people are like, "I haven't slept. I don't know what's going on." Like this has been an emotional for all of us as Cub fans. And I think that in this moment where we're all pissed off, let's let's direct our ire towards the right people, ownership in the front office. But let's also be there for our fellow Cub fans, as as we go through these 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 stages of grief, as we've joked about on the show a few times now. We're all a family still. Cub fans are a family. We're not owners. We're not. It's not the Green Bay Packers. We don't own the team. Um, we're not in the front office. So the only thing we have are ourselves, Cub fans, together as as a family. And we might hate each other sometimes, or annoy each other sometimes, and piss each other off sometimes. But in the end, we're still the family. That will always transcend ownership, players, rosters, front offices. We are here for good. I'm a fifth-generation Cub fan. I can go back here and grab the Babe Ruth called shot game scorebook right there in the little envelope that you see behind my head that's kind of sitting up the top back next to my Lake Park helmet. We are always here. They will come and go. So be there for your fellow Cub fans. Be a family and love each other because guess what? It's only us, and we've learned this today. There ain't anything else besides us as fans together. We have no control over anything else but how we react and how we treat each other in these moments. White Sox fans, enjoy this run. Fantastic trade deadline. Got some great ball players. You sort up your bullpen. You got a second base hole filled. Go finish this stuff. And for the San Francisco Giants, win the whole fucking thing. And that's my last song.
1: Um, like I don't know. This is gonna take like a while to process. Uh, Anthony Rizzo is gonna wear number forty-eight for the Yankees. That just seems weird to me. Like the number, it's forty-eight. He can't wear Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Jackson, So he can't wear like forty-eight. Just seems (laughs) that's just that's like a reliever. Rizzo, pick a better number, baby. I know. I know the Yankees have half the numbers retired, but come on, (laughs) forty-eight. Um, uh, I've got. I'm just that. I don't know. Again, I, I said it earlier, like probably like an hour ago. <laughs> I don't know why. What fantasy land I was thinking of? They're like, oh, like maybe there's a chance. Like you know, they keep Chris Bryant, but no. I um, I I've, I've, honestly I don't really have anything else for White Sox fans. You guys have to be on the fucking moon right now. You guys are the ale favorites. I <laughs> you guys are nasty. Like good for you guys. Um, and yeah, Cubs. That fuck <laughs> fuck. Uh, uh, for kevin uh maldo also for zo who joined us uh for a bit this is the Pinwiz and Abby podcast
0: uh, see you next week free build of the favorites we here for the latest yeah. south side or the north side not tuned to the greatest home team for the home teams both sides got our own rings on the mount or the long ball but we don't put the wrong strings yeah it's that time of the year now. Yeah. Rick, Lee or Ganty, so the whole league that we hear now. Yes. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah, this is what you waiting for. Yeah, you can put it on the boy. Yeah, every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for. Yeah, this is what waiting for. you can put it on the board,